93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, it's Tuesday, September 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, police say four women and a baby girl are lucky to be alive after being caught in the crossfire of a high-powered shootout between two groups of men. The bullet casings and the shattered glass of the back of a minivan illustrate the violence that broke out just before 7 o'clock on the 3000 block of Germantown Avenue. Police say surveillance video shows there was a shootout between two groups of men. Two of them were shooting from inside a Chinese takeout store. Police said uh, it was like a war zone. As many as 27 shell casings of two different calibers uh, shattered on the, um, were scattered on the ground. They say a 48-year-old man who was shot in the back and a 16-year-old shot in the shoulder. Both are being treated at Temple University Hospital. Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small says they don't know which one of the two was the intended target. A bullet blew out the rear window of a green minivan that was passing by with a woman in her 60s, uh, another one in her 40s, two women in their 20s, one of them who was pregnant and a 14-month-old baby girl. No one in the minivan was injured, fortunately. Police say both the shooting victims are now in stable condition. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. It's insane. A potentially deadly mosquito-borne virus has arrived in Pennsylvania. Yay! 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 Welcome! Welcome! They rode in on the backs of the lantern flies. Yeah, right, right. They, you know, <laughs> Eastern equine on. encephalitis, also known as EEE or triple E, has, e. Been, has been confirmed in mosquitoes in Carbon and Monroe counties, just north of Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton area, and in Erie County. Unbelievable. It's already sickened three people in New Jersey and Atlantic, Somerset, and Union counties and caused more than a dozen horses to be put down. In early August, Delaware said that the triple E was detected in sentinel chickens in all three counties. Elsewhere in the United States, triple E. Wait a second, this is a crisis. Oh, no. All of a sudden is interested. Now the horses. Can I get on this, Preston? But the chickens, yes, please, Gene. an alarming story. Yeah. It has been devastating uh, with the New England uh, England being hit the hardest. Massachusetts had three human deaths and ten cases, while Connecticut and Rhode Island each had one death uh, and at least a dozen cases. Michigan had three deaths and seven infections in the southwestern portion of the state. The virus is carried by birds. When a mosquito bites an infected bird, it can spread the virus to humans, horses, and other birds. Tripoli is rare, and when most people get it, symptoms are mild, similar to the flu, but it can cause life-threatening swelling of the brain with about a 33% fatality rate. Uh, the symptoms include a high fever, somewhere between 103 and 106, a stiff neck, a headache, and lack of energy. That's wow. me every day. I think yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tripoli. Sounds like a wrestler. Symptoms develop three to ten days after being bitten. The, uh, the best protection is to prevent... Um, mosquito bites from taking steps to eliminate the standing water at your home. So, you know, if there's anything outside, they're saying uh, make sure that 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 standing water goes away. And then don't put your bug spray away, I guess. Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Nelson Aguilar is responding after he got a call out by a good Samaritan during an interview at a scene of a fire early Monday morning. The flames broke out at 2.15 in the morning on the 1200 block of North 52nd Street. Firefighters helped 10 people down from the upstairs apartment, six of whom were children. Uh, Hakeem Laws was there as the intense ordeal unfolded, but it was his interview after a rough Eagles loss on Sunday that has captured nationwide attention, and we have a clip of that. Then I seen a guy hanging out the window, you know, screaming that his kids was in there and things like that. So I, I ran to the back door, see if it was open, and it was. I ran upstairs, and then I was greeted with smoke. I ran back downstairs. By that time, the ladder truck was pulling up, and ironically, me and one of my, ex, my old co-workers took the ladder off the, off the truck, raised it up. 
and the system people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. But we was catching them. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. <laughs> I'd like I to like put, put that, that out, out there. there. Yeah. Aguilar responded on Monday night saying in a tweet, thank you for being a hero in our community. We would like to invite you and your family to the next home game. Uh, Twitter, help me get in touch with him. One person was injured in the blaze and the cause of the fire is under investigation. <laughs> in sports this morning... Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. What is that? Adam Eaton hit his career-high 15th home run, and the Nationals beat the Phillies 7-2 last night what in the Washington. Fuck is this? The Nationals reduced their magic number to clinch a playoff berth in three in the opener of the five-game series while the Phillies were pushed to the brink of elimination. They have to win their final seven games, including both ends of a day-night doubleheader today while Milwaukee or Washington loses out to have any hope of reaching the wild card game. It's looking good. No, I don't think so. Today's no? first game is scheduled for 105, while the second game is set to begin at 7.05. In Monday Night Football, Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears used a no-handle, hurry-up tempo to score 28 first-half points on the way to beating the Washington Redskins 31 to 15. Is that a no huddle? I'm sorry. I think you said handle. Oh, uh, yes. I just wanted no to. All right, cool. They never touched the ball. They were blowing it. I'm like, man, yeah. I've no, never yeah, heard no, of that before. No, no huddle, hurry up tempo. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. After no passing touchdowns in the first two games of the year, Trubisky connected with Taylor Gabriel on three of them in the second quarter alone. The Redskins, who fell to 0 3, lost their eighth consecutive Monday night game, tying for the second longest streak in league history. They've now lost 17 of their past 18 Monday night home games. And in preseason hockey, Jake DeBrusk's power play goal, 2 35 into overtime led the Bruins to a 4-3 win. The Flyers play their last preseason game in the United States on Thursday night in New York against the Rangers. Next, they will head to Europe to play their final preseason game before the start of their season in the Czech Republic. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. We got it teed up and ready to go on a Tuesday morning. We will start with reminding you about the fact that we have some money to give away. Another $1,000 opportunity coming your way around 8 a.m. It is the Money Shark Contest. We'll tell you how it works in case you just getting on board it's easy a couple different ways for you to win and maybe even win a ten thousand dollar grand prize so around 8 a.m we will get to that we also have a tattoos today tattoos day today chance for winning preston and steve tattoo from world famous philadelphia eddie's tattoo it's easy just text word tattoo to three nine three 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 making things really easy for you honestly And uh, you might end up with a $350 uh, gift certificate from world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's, and you may end up getting uh, tattooed by some of the best artists around, Kyle Fitzpatrick being one of them. You can see his work on Instagram, at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore, or PhiladelphiaEddie'sTattoo.com. So we have that. We also have uh, Maggio's Restaurant stopping. Yeah, so we'll give away some gift cards with their appearance. We have movie screening passes for Joker. We've got an advance of that coming up. And I can mention this, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, you know what? I'll give away some now. Nice. I have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets. It's MMR Rocks, Alter Bridge, Skillet, and Dirty Honey, of whom is going to be performing in our studio on Thursday. Dirty Honey is going to play the day after their show uh-huh. at the Met, which never really happens. Usually they p- play the day <laughs> of the show, right? I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize the show was at the Met. Yeah, I'm so telling you, man, that venue is amazing. So the show is Wednesday, and I can give away two pairs of tickets right now. We'll take callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. So if you want to go to this amazing venue, as Casey said, the Met, you've never been there, and you want to see some great bands, 
Be caller number 1011. We can do that. Tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster.com, including the $19.33 Party in the Pit tickets. Woo! All right, so Dirty Honey will be here live on uh, Thursday, but they're playing Wednesday at the Met with Ultra Bridge and Skillet. So call now. We'll give you those tickets if you should be interested in that. Uh, I have other things to get to, but I'm just going to hang on. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much yeah, to honestly. fit. So we'll, uh, we'll roll it all out as the morning goes on. We'll take a break now, coming back, prep a stupid question, do some giveaways there as well, and roll out the entertainment story. So uh, hang on. It's going to be a bumpy ride this morning on a Tuesday. We'll be right back. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so this morning, our stupid question is going to net you a pair of tickets and a suite to join the one and only Jackie Bam Bam and Brent Porsche mm. for the 100th race at the Dover International Speedway, and that is coming October 6th. So, you know, with NASCAR, I'm going to ask a question about walruses. Of course. Yeah. So, they were the ones that perfected it. Yep, that's right. Uh, so the question that I have for you is this. I want you to name one of two animals that are natural predators of the walrus. Mm-hmm. And according to this, there's only two of them. Two one five two six three WMMR. What's uh, one of the two animals that are uh, that is a natural predator of the walrus? All right, call now two one five two six three WMMR. Some birthdays today. It is September twenty fourth, and I have on my list here Sean Clown Crahan, percussionist of Slipknot. Slipknot. He is 50 years old today, so yeah, where's the clown? Yeah. And, uh, Do you like Slipknot at all? No. Yeah. Not really, no. I'm not, uh, I mean, I don't hate him, but I'm not into him. Yeah. Know? It's not my thing. There's so. some stuff I like, but I'm not, uh, but the, the rabid fans are off the charts. I like Corey Taylor an awful yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, we've talked to him before. He's a pretty wild, out, outspoken guy, and, uh, and you know, I, I think he's a good singer. It's just with Slipknot, it's a little over the top for me. That's not <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I'm not into that genre. Uh, but I do acknowledge the musicianship in the band. They are really, really awesome musicians, and you know, so more power to them. But you're right; they have rabid fans. Uh, so he is 50 years old today. Actress Nia Verdalos. Yes, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I, that was a stage play that oh, she had no written. Way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and okay. so uh, that was my understanding. And then uh, just yeah, didn't see, uh, didn't Rita Wilson go see it or something like that? And then and that's she called, called Tom yeah. Hanks, and Tom Hanks was like, "Yeah, let's make a movie oh. out of this." Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Listen, Tom Hanks. Rita Wilson's called me up. She saw a wonderful show with Nia Vidalin, <laughs> and they want to bring it to to the movies. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Regis he... was heavily involved in that. Absolutely. Did Tom Hanks produce it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I love that movie, and it's one that I can watch any time that it's on. However, the second movie was garbage. Not, not oh, so really? Good. First oh, one man. is lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Second one, not so good. It just was lame. It just didn't have any heart to it. It tried too hard, and uh, well, the mechanics which is too bad because I really loved that first movie. The mechanics that made the first one work. This, yeah. this, yeah. She, not that she was an ugly duckling, but that was sort of it was sort of presented that way that she was a plain Jane who got yep. this guy. Yep, and that was over in the second one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, my wife and I over our um, oh my gosh, almost twenty years together have um, bought each other identical gifts for 
uh, anniversaries, Christmases, and stuff like that. How many bras do you have? This, uh, not not like that though. <laughs> um, not exact. No, no, exact. Oh, uh, okay. Our first, just not underwear. All our right. first Valentine's Day together, we each got each other that movie. Ah, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Most recently, we bought each other crockpots. So romantic. <laughs> I like it. Uh, she's 57 today. Kevin Sorbo. Oh, Hercules. Hercules. I love Hercules. When Hercules was on, I watched it all the time. Hercules. I would watch Hercules into Zena. Yeah, it was yeah, a one-two yeah, yeah. punch, man. Yeah, and you know what? He was he was a good sort of self-deprecating Hercules. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually, all of those, we've talked about this many times before, the crew in New Zealand that worked on Hercules and Xena were responsible for doing so much of the production on the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. They're all ready to go. Kevin Sorbo's uh, 61 today. Uh, Mean Joe Green. Hey, kid. Yeah. Yes. Uh, He's 73. Give me back that goddamn jersey. Give me that jersey back. You're the bastard. What was I thinking? That's a a keepsake. Uh, Uh, That's uh, one of the greatest uh, TV commercials of all time. I think it always ranks in the top three, with the number one being the Apple commercial, where they uh, do the 1984. Yeah, I don't get that. I I didn't find that as groundbreaking as it was, but apparently it was uh, was huge. huge, Yeah. yeah. Uh, whenever I see people chugging soda, though, I, I'm like, "There's no way. It's too carbonated. It it hurts when you it chug soda like that." It gives you a stroke. You yeah. to drink pound soda that way. So that scene in uh, Pulp Fiction where Jules slams the entire Sprite, you're like, "No, no way." Ooh. Or is it mainly out of a bottle? Out of a bottle, okay, yeah. Because all the air gets in mm-hmm. there. Okay. Uh, mean Joe Green is 73 today. Ben Platt, Casey, I brought him up. He's an actor. He's in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. He's the kid that really wants to be with the acapella group. And at the end, he... Spoiler alert, he makes it in. Yeah, yeah he does. What do you well, play him? This is him. This is in it. Oh, my God. track, it turns into and then uh, they go into magic, yeah. magic, magic. They, they pick it up. God, this makes, uh, makes I you want to bring uh, the uh, Little River Valley vocal band. <laughs> the I, uh, I saw Ben Platt. He played the lead role in, um, or one of the lead roles in uh, Book of Mormon when I saw it on oh, Broadway. Yeah. I wish it was really good. I would have seen him. Like, I don't know if he was Elder Cunningham or, or whatever. But He was uh, the one. Uh, he was the, the, the Josh Gad one? Yeah. Oh, who is kind of the, uh, the 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 goofball? Yeah. Yep. Um, so we have been listening to a soundtrack from uh, Broadway, um, Dear Evan Hansen, and he was the first Evan Hansen that was, and like, so I, I I've been listening to him for uh, yeah, about he comes the Hansen from, Brothers. Yeah, uh, it is no. it's about the three brothers and how they got a into musical hockey, dream. Minor league hockey. Uh, Evan yeah. will never be pop stars. Yeah. Believe. Uh, but he, uh, oh, those Hansen. Yo, I was thinking Hansen from Slapshot. That's what I thought you were talking <laughs> yeah. about. Uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah, he he came up in the world of of stage and and uh, musicals and so forth. But he's yeah. twenty six today, and the last birthday I have is a dear dear friend of ours. Huh. Robert Irvine. Oh, wow. Today. Yep, that's right. Uh, Mr. Irvine is 54 years old. In impeccable shape. Oh, my God. Career is on fire. He's an embarrassingly good shape. Yeah. I mean, when he comes in here, if you, if you do happen to brush up against him, you're like, you know, you wonder if you ran into a wall or not. He's sort of, he like, his, his job, in a way, is being in good shape. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he also has a super in-shape wife. That yep. He needs to stay in shape to keep. That's I think. That's right. That's right. You know. Uh, but he's a great guy. We love having him. He by. is. He's awesome. He's. He could be 
He might be the guest we've had on more than anybody. He's he um, is, yeah. He's he's up there. Yep, he comes by here regularly and always stops by the studio. So happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthday. All right. So I want to know what uh, one of the two natural predators are of walrus. Two one five two six three WMMR. There's two of them that I have on the list. So let's go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Chris, do you happen to know? You can just give me one or both of the natural predators of the walrus. I have uh, killer whale, killer whale, or polar bear. Yep, those are the two. Oh! Yep. Killer werewolf. You, you got it. Hang on, Chris. Killer werewolves and polar bears. No, it's orca and uh, polar bears. Yes. So we are going to give you a pair of tickets and a sweet join. Jackie Bam Bam and Brent Porsche for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway. October 6th, NASCAR returns to Dover. October 4th to the 6th, and tickets start at 50 bucks. and kids' tickets are as low as $10. You can get yours today at DoverSpeedway.com. Got a lot to get to, so we're going to start with this. Andy Dick reportedly has an active warrant for his arrest after allegedly groping an Uber driver in Los Angeles. This did take place a little while back. Yeah, though. I remember this story. The 53-year-old comedian has a history of groping accusations against him as well as a history of drug and alcohol abuse. He has been in rehab more than a dozen times and is open about his attempts at sober living. According to TMZ, Dick is wanted for an in, an incident that allegedly took place in April of 2018, in which he's accused of reaching over and grabbing his Uber driver's crotch. The driver reportedly filed a police report with the L.A. County Sheriff soon after. The outlet reports that a warrant for misdemeanor sexual battery was issued for Dick last March, but he has not yet been brought in. So that's why this is a story. I guess they just found out about it. Uh, the comedian was hospitalized in August, after being knocked down unconscious outside a New Orleans nightclub, remember we saw the video footage of that? Sucker punched, yeah. yeah. Somebody well, just smashed him. According to this, that was by a man who claimed that the comedian grabbed his genitals as well. Is Andy Dick aware that you can just grab people's <laughs> junk? He is, and he's stated it before. Okay. So, but if that's the case, you know, it just looks like this guy just walks up and Yeah, I didn't know that. Reason. But if that's the case, it's like, dude, you can't go around grabbing people. You can't do that. In 2018, he was charged with sexual battery in Los Angeles after a woman claimed he grabbed her rear twice as he walked past her on the sidewalk and allegedly made lewd comments. The news came months after Dick's wife, uh, Lena, had claimed that he'd started drinking again and filed a restraining order against him. I just saw him. He's actually in a trailer for a new movie about Phil Hartman where he's breaking down and crying. The incident put renewed attention on a 2007 appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live in which the comedian seemed to grope Ivanka Trump before being jokingly carried off stage by security. I don't remember that. Uh, despite his legal issues causing a dent in his reputation, Dick stands by his sense of humor. In a 2017 uh, interview, he was, or I'm sorry, in 2017, he was fired from an independent feature film titled Raising Buchanan Following Accusations of Sexual Harassment and Misconduct on Set. Speaking to the Hollywood Reporter at the time, he denied the allegations. He said, I didn't grope anybody. I might have kissed somebody on the cheek and to say goodbye and then licked them. That's my thing. I licked Carrie Fisher at a roast. It's me being funny. I'm not trying to sexually harass people. And if people tell you they don't like it, though, and they start punching you in the face for doing this stuff, you should probably stop it. He's been in sort of a... A free fall for a couple of years now. Yeah. In the same interview, Dick noted that the Growing Me Too movement, this was in 2017 that he stated this, uh, had forced him to rethink his behavior in public. 
He said, I don't grope people anymore. I don't expose myself anymore. They're making big strides. He said, I do understand that the temperature in the world right now is delicate. So he knows you're not supposed to do that stuff. He said it himself. So Things have changed. You can no longer expose yourself and grab people's balls in public. So he's got the warrant out against him. Uh, there are a couple of heavy stories here. Oh, so. boy. All right. Yeah, but, but uh, they're certainly compelling and worth bringing up. Demi Moore visited ABC's Good Morning America on Monday to discuss her memoir called Inside Out. While there, she spoke about why she decided to write the memoir and the trauma that led to her breakdown and hospitalization for addiction and an eating disorder. Now, she told host Diane Sawyer, and we've heard a little bit of some of this stuff, but not this one. She said, I guess the fundamental question that came forward for me was, how did I get here from where I started to what I've experienced, to where I've been, how did I get here? And I think the thing, if I were to look back, I would say I blinded myself and lost myself. So she lost herself, she said, due to a traumatic childhood in which she was forced to care for her mentally troubled and drug-addicted mother. We found out about that. Yeah. But in her memoir, she also revealed she was raped at age 15 and apparently, the guy who did it paid her mother $500 in return. Oh, jeez. Is that horrific? Sawyer asked her if she believes in her mother pimped her out. She said, I think in my deep heart, no. I don't think it was a straightforward transaction. But she still did give him the access and put me in harm's way. Eventually, she escaped to Hollywood, got a break on General Hospital when she was 19, but she became overwhelmed by the lifestyle in Hollywood and drank and used drugs to excess. That's uh, she, yeah, I know, I know. She committed to sobriety after spiraling out of control in 1985, but then slipped again in her 40s. And you remember the whole thing with Ashton Kutcher yep. having threesomes, threesomes and him cheating on her and all mm-hmm. that. So she's sober again. Uh, Inside Out uh, comes out today. Had no idea that all of that stuff was going on in her life. So it yeah, I- kind of explained. Um, you know, I always thought she had sort of a sort of a a wild streak. Yeah, but a, but a privilege sort of. You know, like her her life seemed good. You yeah. know, yeah. didn't know it was that bad. Yeah. All right, and one other uh, heavy story, and then we will uh, we'll lighten it up. All right. After that, okay. Leah Remini is heartbroken that she didn't get to say goodbye to her father, who passed away last month. Uh, she had announced the death of her father, George Anthony Remini, on Twitter Sunday, claiming that the Church of Scientology took him away from her. Uh, she said that she learned that he died a month ago and that she was not permitted to say goodbye. She says, Scientology took my dad in as a pawn against me and likely robbed him of any last ounce of heart that might have been left in him. I'm angry that Scientology found his personal weak spots and got him on board, not with their beliefs, but with their smear campaign against me. Not only that, but she didn't even find out about his death until Friday. He died a month ago. Uh, she said, your dad dies a month ago and, you know, you just find out about it. She said, on Friday, I received a message from my sister, Nicole, who had been contacted by a stranger passing on his condolences for the mm-hmm. passing of our father, George Anthony Remini. We had no idea he died a month ago. We weren't aware that he had been sick leading up to his death. A funeral came and went and none of us knew anything about it. We were not able to say goodbye. He was not able to redeem himself, to ask for forgiveness for his failures and hurts, to become a better man to those of us who couldn't help but love him. Despite documenting her estranged relationship with her father in her memoir called Troublemaker, she said that she was desperate to heal their rift. She wrote, regardless of his neglect and abuse, I had hoped to one day have some closure. I hoped for him to acknowledge who he had been and what he had done to us as children. That alone would have been healing in its own way. Mm. We, We never got that. 
Uh, yet I can't help but grieve. I am angry at myself for crying for someone who didn't even cry for me, and I'm angry that I still wanted this man's love. That's horrible. So, were they were was she born into Scientology? That was my no. understanding. I'm just reading it now, Steve, because I was curious as well. She was born a uh, Roman Catholic, and then uh, when she was nine, her mom joined the church. Okay, and uh, then they were raised. She and her brothers and sisters were raised as Scientologists. All right, but at that point, it became the this thing. is how we're living. Right, right, you right. Know, and at nine. You go. You, you do go with your, the flow. You do what your parents yeah. you know, um, have you do. By the way, so listen to this wonderful response from uh, uh, from Scientology. A rep said, Leah Remini blames everyone but herself for destroying her relationships. It's beyond hypocritical. She was estranged from her father, who was never a member of the religion for years, and now even exploits his sad passing for tabloid attention. Hate consumes her. She has caused hundreds of threats of violence. And even death, she has blood on her hands. They're not. That's their way of saying oh our condolences. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry about your father. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Uh, lighter news. Yeah, Yay! please, for Christ's sake. We normally don't cover Dancing with the Stars, but this season, folks, we're all over it because our good friend Kate Flannery, a Philadelphia native, is one of the contestants. Which, after she wins it, we will then go back to ignoring it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the first um, elimination took place, and it was not Kate. Kate is still on board. It was former Supreme Mary Wilson. Uh, reflecting on her short time on dancing, I'm not. I'm going to spare you the yeah, please. details of the cha 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 and who voted for what. No, no man. Uh, I know. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll do a, uh, a we'll do a roundtable. Your cha 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 was fantastic. Reflecting on her short time on the show, she said it was fabulous. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, the elimination. But I will hunt you all down and kill you. The eliminations work a bit different this year. Oh, really? Yes. Each week after the bottom two couples are revealed, judges Carrie Ann Inaba. Len Goodman and Bruno Tonioli <laughs> will have a chance to save one of the In Jeopardy pairs while the other will be eliminated for good. So you have a second chance. Uh, if Carrie Ann and Bruno are divided in their decision, head judge Len will cast the tie-breaking vote. So that's how that will work. But Kate is uh, is alive after the first elimination. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Excellent. I, I mean, watched I watched it last night, and it really it's so awesome to see her out there. She really did yeah. do well, and um, uh, it, but the rest of the show is just god awful. Well, I, I just I just cut, <laughs> it's just painful. man. I agree. I just cut to her her parts, but oh, the, so um, you you DVR'd it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. that's smart. I should do that. I DVR it, and that's the way to to go through it. Um, but you know what? They really, sh- she really, um, they really love how she sells it with her uh, her her energy and her yeah, facial expressions face, yeah. and the whole thing. Yep. And I think I think because of the rampant success of the office in syndication, she might have a real really good shot well, at that. And stuff. her friends from the office are supporting her as well. So uh, Angela Kinsey yep, and yep. Um, uh, who played Pam uh, Jenna, Jenna Fisher. Fisher. They're, yeah. they're sort of uh, rallying behind her as well, and that's bringing some attention to the show, which is cool. Hey, yeah. question, you know, so I know they don't have The Office on Netflix any longer, uh, but my daughter, wait, I thought they got rid of it. It's all over Comedy Central as well. I was, oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't it's know. Ending it, yeah, it's ending on Netflix. I don't know if it's over, but either way. Nothing's over! Uh, my daughter really wants to watch it. Really? Like, well, where can we watch this if it's not going to be on Netflix? I think uh, Comedy I think Central. T- no, I think they have time on Netflix. I don't think it's off yet. Yeah. Oh, okay, see, yeah. I thought that, uh... I thought it was coming off pretty soon, so if you could check on that. I'm like, yeah, man, we'll definitely watch it. See that? She's asking to watch The Office. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. And it's because friends watch it, so... 
Uh, Nick not, is not until next year, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. okay. Time. Rocket. Yay. Could we watch all of it in a year? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks. Really? Yeah, listen, my daughter did it in probably less than a month because she was late to the game. Wow, okay. And it, I think oh. she did it over. Um, did you have like all of next break. year? Yeah. It, it, they, it expires at the end of 2020. Okay, thank you. I thought it was the end of this year for That's some what reason. I thought. So. Yeah. All right. so here's the deal: if you DVR it, you can't vote. So, um, like. I think Marissa. He's talking about Dancing with the Stars. Um, yeah, so I wanted to get back to Can that. Can you still vote on The Office? You can't vote on The Office because it's over and it's been over for a long time. But the point I'm trying to make, if you really want um, Flannery to go through, uh, you can't DVR it if you want to vote. You have to kind of like You got to vote live. at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah. right. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, there's a new Walker, Texas Ranger in town. Supernatural star Jared Padalecki is set to headline and executive produce Walker, a reimagining of CBS's long-running 1990s action crime series, Walker, (gasps) Texas Ranger. Why don't they just go with Padalecki, Texas Ranger? Now, they don't have this. It's being shopped around. So CBS TV Studios is shopping it around. There's a possibility that uh, CW, which is a home of Padalecki's long-running series, Supernatural, that has emerged as the leading contender for the new show with CBS, which aired the Chuck Norris starring T- Walker, Texas Ranger, also considered a possibility. Like the original series, the reboot in which Walker is getting a female partner, will explore morality, family, and rediscovering our lost common ground. Walker told me I had AIDS. At the center of the series is Cordell Walker, a man finding his way back to his family while investigating crime in the state's most elite unit. Walker told me I had AIDS. Is, is, is Walker a doctor? Yeah. Why is Walker He's telling a Texas you? Texas Ranger. <laughs> Our broken widower and father of two returns home to Austin after being undercover for two years for a high-profile case, only to discover that there's even more work to be done at home. Walker told me I have AIDS. Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> In a nod to the original series, Walker and his new partner, one of the only women in Texas Rangers history, are the modern-day heroes that our world needs following uh, their own moral code to fight for what's right, regardless wow. of the rules. Sounds like must-miss TV. Yeah, right. Uh, so what I channel? Don't, uh, well, the CW. They're, sh- they're shopping it around. Oh. The CW is the lead contender, but we don't know where it will end up. I, I love the show Supernatural. I watched it for its first 81 seasons, and uh, it's uh, but it, this is the final season for it. Are they basically, are Texas Rangers state cops in, in Texas, or are they their own thing? That's a good question. I always no presume that they were sort of like state cops. Yeah, me too. That maybe <laughs> they're an elite unit of the uh, of the state police. But I, I know that they're also doctors because Walker told <laughs> right. this kid yeah. he has AIDS. He told many yeah. people. It's like uh, doctor lawyers, Nick. They're doctor <laughs> diagnosis. Police. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doctor cops. <laughs> yeah, doctor cops. As long as they <laughs> wear <in> cowboy hats. <laughs> Excuse me, officer doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is your gynecologist wearing a cowboy hat? <laughs> oh, he's also a state doesn't trooper. That, doesn't that get in the way? Yeah. No, it actually protects from flashback. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, and Baby Archie began their first official tour as a family unit on Monday in South Africa. I'm having so much fun. Uh, Meghan said, I am here with you as a mother, as a wife, as a woman, as a woman of color, and as your sister. They, they don't. They don't speak your... They don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I am here as a mother, a woman, a woman of color, a color woman of womanliness. 
I should have written this down. She added, we are encouraged to hear your president take the next steps to work towards preventing gender-based violence through education and necessary changes to reinforce the values of modern South Africa. You know what I just realized? I have not yet seen her speak in public since she has become part of the royal family. I keep reading these stories, but I've never actually watched video or seen her and how she presents herself. I have no idea what it's she's saying. It's great to be here in Africa. <laughs> in front of a crowd. Don't... I didn't notice where Africans come from. I just wanted to see if she seems royal. She, she pulls it off. Yeah, she You've actually... some? She, there's a little bit, honestly, in early interviews. I detected a little bit of uh, affectation. So you know what I think they that, all sort I, of get that. I think that's going to happen. I yeah. think I think that uh, even, no matter how long, if you live now, she hasn't been there long enough to really take it on. But if she is there long enough, she will start to pick up a little bit of the. I ask you all. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll start to pick up a, a few. Use are an inspiration. No, I think so. You should get it, but you know, the way Madonna does. You know, when you when you, it seems everyone at some point adopts a little bit of that, especially in the the royal family. Yeah. Uh, but if you, yeah, if you live somewhere, if you're a transplant, you start to pick up the vernacular a yeah. little bit. Uh, so Harry was also quick to extend an uh, empathetic, uh, collaborative hand. He said, as someone who has visited this amazing country many times and as someone who regards Cape Town as a uniquely special place in Africa, I want to ensure that our first visit as a family with my wife by my side focused on the significant challenges facing millions of South Africans while acknowledging the hope that we uh, we feel so strongly here. Many are questioning their decision to travel with Andy Dick. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got a warrant out for his arrest. <laughs> he just, uh, not at this time. It doesn't look good. On their first day of the 10-day tour, they hit Cape Town to visit uh, girls' empowerment projects that teach uh, uh, rights and self-defense. And they also met with uh, former residents of District 6, a mixed-race community that was relocated after the period of apartheid ended in 1994. Did they go over to District 9 and talk to those aliens? Um, they're, that's on the third day okay. of, their, of their trip. Uh, they will also I understand focus their attention on wildlife protection, entrepreneurship, mental health, and mine clearance. Mm, what uh, is that? Oh, mine, mine mine is an explosive. Exactly. I thought it was some sort of uh, S program <laughs> mind clearance. No, no, mine, okay. M-I-N-E. That like makes a lot more land sense. Landmines. Yeah. Uh, later this week, they'll go to Botswana, Angola, and Malawi. Would you ever have any desire to go just like on safari, go to Africa? I've, it's never really... No, it's Kathy's not, it's, all about it. it it's <laughs> not on my list. I, I I wouldn't say no, but it seems yeah. like you'd really have to take a lot of time. Things things like Australia, Africa, Japan. Um, would I like to see them? Yes. It, would it just be logistically very very difficult to do? Yes, because of the amount of time that you would need to spend there. So I agree, and also kind of written that stuff off. Also the the. Cluster. Well, Nick, you had to get all those shots in preparation yeah, for Kilimanjaro. The shots you don't were- have to do that for South Africa. And the shots weren't that no. bad either. Oh. I mean, Kathy probably wouldn't enjoy the shot process. But, like, it was the flight there and back was 16 hours. You know, we, we flew to Amsterdam and then had a layover in Amsterdam, then Amsterdam to Kilimanjaro. And it just it took forever. Yep. It was exhausting. But Could it was you just I mean, stay in Amsterdam and right. just watch documentaries about Africa. <laughs> we, <laughs> we did do a safari, though, and um, it was unlike anything I've ever done. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe uh, way down the road, retirement things yeah. like that. Maybe you when know, you but, have time. Yeah, exactly. When when Preston and I retired, Africa <laughs> was on our bucket list. <laughs> All right. So Disney released a new trailer for uh, the Frozen sequel Monday. It's pretty badass. Is it? Is it? Yeah. The last the teaser trailer I saw a while ago was her like surfing on a 
Is it more the same? It's, it's more of she's the like Frozone. <laughs> well, she's yeah. like Frozone. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Oh, I dig uh, so that. She's full on X Men, dude. She's, wow. Yeah, she's a mutant. No question. She has serious powers, and it's actually it's pretty badass. I, I was excited to see it. So this time, Anna, Queen Elsa, Kristoff, and Olaf set off out to determine where Elsa's power came from—the devil—and how they can save the kingdom from evil. So there's there's a it gets more intense uh, this I, time around. I really did not expect to be uh, as enamored of Frozen as I was. And okay, so you're okay. You're uh, eh, you the songs. I I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, so it will hit theaters on November oh. November twenty second. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it gets, darker. Yep, most definitely. Uh, let's see. What other bits of info do I have for you here? Oh, speaking of trailers, uh, Netflix dropped the new trailer for El Camino, Breaking Bad movie. You don't get a whole lot out of it. It's uh, cool, though, isn't but it? But it's very cool. Yeah, just getting you hyped for what's coming. Uh, the first feature film from Vince Gilliam, uh, Gilligan is uh, set inside the world of Breaking Bad. Of course, Aaron Paul reprises his role as Jesse, uh, the living half of the Crystal Meth Empire that he ran with Brian. Cranston's Walter White, El Camino, will drop October 11th. So if you want to check that out, it is available now. When is um, Better Call Saul come back? Soon. Yeah, right. It'd have to be. Okay. Uh, so the book club, to end all book clubs, is coming back. Oprah Winfrey shared her first selection for her show on Apple TV Plus, dubbed Oprah's Book Club. This is good news for you. I know you're an active member of Oprah, Oprah's uh, Book Club. I'm all about it. Uh, Winfrey selected The Water Dancer. You know when she, though, Preston, at the height of that show, when she would put her stamp on a book she was oh reading, mm-hmm. guaranteed bestseller status. Most definitely. Yes. I mean, it would just, people flocked to it. Crazy. Yep. So uh, it's The Water Dancer by Taneshi, Tanahi. Tanahi. Coates. Tune in when the network drops uh, November 1st to catch that. Well, was a book that she, remember the one that made Oprah's Book Club that was a fraudulent story about lovers on each side of, I guess, the was it the Berlin Wall? Or what was, the, what now was that? That I don't know. The one I remember was A Million Little Pieces. Okay. Uh, where the guy was a uh, hardcore uh, alcohol and drug addict, and uh, it turned out he made the whole thing up. And yeah. he had said it was a story of his life. But there was another one that was, I, uh, that was I bogus. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm misremembering. Um, <clears throat> is there a local athlete that has a book club? Oh really? Yeah. Um, we'll be I, free. I, it's not, no, no. But it's somebody like Zach Ertz or somebody. Really? Somebody like some. Somebody. Somebody. Uh, somebody got a book club. Somebody. Somebody. Uh, somebody. Somebody. Tonight got one. the story of somebody local <laughs> who has a book club. He'll teach you to read good or someone. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure. I could just be making that up. But somebody might. <laughs> I missed all this. I was reading. No, no, else. of course. Oh, it was oh, actually good. You, you missed you, the you, gem, you, you Preston. Missed, but you know, yeah. like when a star is, is born in the universe, Preston, yeah. a new word was just born. <laughs> somebody. 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 Yeah. You're saying somebody, a local athlete. No, has I did not club. say that. I said somebody. <laughs> somebody has a book club. <laughs> Do you want to join somebody's book club? No, no. I just, just want to move on. All right, okay. all right. I just want you to. I want to, I want to forget I just want this. to erase this part, please. <laughs> 
Never, never play this again. <laughs> just want to move on. <laughs> I just want to move on. I want to leave this chapter of my life behind. Um, <laughs> this was a whole chapter. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the somebody chapter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One last story. Somebody here. to love. <laughs> Anybody? Matt Collins gave me somebody, somebody to love. Yes. Bing, bing, Can't believe you haven't started it. Um, so, well, Can't believe I, I you got, haven't dug up that. I got distracted by uh, Nick. <laughs> he, he had the right person. Matt who, Collins of the book it? club. Mac Hollins, Mac Hollins, Mac Hollins, Mac Hollins. He's a wide receiver for the oh, the oh all right. Eagles. There you go. And he's got a book club. He do. That's yeah. cool. It's yeah. called the Mac Book. Get it? Huh. Oh, I get it. Like the computer. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay. Or as my wife would call it, just the uh, let's drink wine and pretend like we read the book club. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Right. Anybody? <laughs> <find> <laughs> Somebody, no, love. somebody, oh, somebody too. You've already forgotten. Oh no, I did not. You just you potted it all down. Yes. Freddie Mercury, and I hate this moment in time. <laughs> I wanted you Thank to you, be Freddie. solo on that. Somebody, all too. right. It's hard to say. I don't know how I somebody. did it. Somebody, somebody. You stress your sum and then follow through with a with all a putty. slight putty. Yeah. Right. Somebody, like right. silly putty. Yeah, somebody. You create the word. We have a new product. Some, yeah, there okay. we go. Casey's somebody. Right. Somebody. <laughs> Casey's thinking somebody. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my God. This, okay. is a, this is a horrible show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Us? I'll tell you what was a horrible a show. show. The Emmy Awards. They yeah, had yeah. The, the lowest rating. See that segue? Yeah. The lowest rating ever for the, for the Emmys. Uh, coming off of the year's new lows for award show. Uh, I believe it was, so let me it, read that it, again. Well, you're right, it was. Uh, yeah, TV's biggest night snare, the lowest rating of the annual ceremony, has ever achieved a 5.7 out of 10 in metered markets. Uh, coming off of years of new lows for award show, uh, the Emmys were down 23% year over year. You know what's funny in their, in their uh, fervor to correct problems with um, hosts or whatever or controversy or people getting up on soapboxes and so forth. Like I told you, I thought it was it, it got the job done, but it really ends up being just a conveyor belt of awards. And also, because there's so many different options, I think people at the audience doesn't feel they have skin in the game because yeah. a lot of times, a lot of the things that are nominated, they have not seen. Yeah. Um, how are we not talking about this, uh, the the red carpet interview with Terrence Howard? Did you guys see this? No. I did. Okay. You have audio of it? Uh, we should grab audio of this. Uh, he is, uh, he's loco, man. Either that or he's really on to something. Uh, but he feels like he uh, figured something out that uh, physicists and, and uh, scientists... Well, he's had this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's put that from a while back. But, yeah. but and he, he says de- he's quitting acting. Well, yeah. but he, he always says that. He declared on Sunday... That he was going to unveil his theory on YouTube today. Today oh. is the day <laughs> where he, because he found you know something within the wavelengths and of some okay. sort of yeah. Well, let, well, let's well he wait better reveal it. He better offer it up. Yeah, or else it shut just, up or shut yeah. up. Yeah, you know, put up or shut up. Yeah, exactly. As they say in the awards realm. But by the way, Steve, I just think, or I can only speak for my own preference, award shows. They're not even on my radar anymore. I just don't 
care I hate them. about awards anymore. I agree. I hate them. There's so many awards. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah, that's part of the problem. And that's it. They've they flooded it with so many awards. Because there used to be the, 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 the cluster of the stellar uh, awards. Oscar, Grammys, Tonys, and Emmys. And that was pretty much right. it. And then they started having American Music Awards. Uh, the kids, uh, uh, choice. kids' choice awards, the people's choice, people's choice, video awards, awards. the ESPYS, YouTube it's, awards. It's too much. Yeah, the yeah. Webbies. It's just too much. It's crazy. So, you know. and I hate it. Yeah, all right. Would somebody fix it? <laughs> For God's sake, would, would somebody, somebody fix somebody this mess? Do something, <laughs> some, something about this. Why don't we do that? Okay. Casey can't breathe. <laughs> You're welcome, world. You had a long day yeah. yesterday, I can oh tell. Oh, my God. You played a golf outing. I played a golf outing. I can outing. tell from the moment this morning. You don't seem tired or anything, but you're slightly loopy. loopy. Yep. Yep. He played for the Lord. Mm-hmm. All right, we should do the clips. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is us. Allows viewers to let out feelings that they did not even realize, did not even realize they had. In this clip, Sterling, well, they, that's, a, yeah. In this clip, Sterling K. Brown speaks about the show's emotional impact. Here we go. But I think you don't get to that place of catharsis without the high, right? You need the peaks of life in order to feel the lows. Otherwise, if it's all flat or if it's all low, it's just like, this is depressing. Anyway. Wait a minute. So this... This statement that I just read here says, This Is Us allows viewers to let out feelings they did not even realize they had. How are viewers letting out their feelings? They're crying a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they're... Okay. This is like, this show, you cry at least once. Really? So Brian Cranston made mention of it at the the Emmys. He actually called out Sterling. By the way, do you know this guy is completely ripped? Have you ever seen him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe it. He is like jacked. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Preston, before this show ever that came out, nobody had ever cried before. Nobody had ever uh, felt any sort of emotion. Beanstalks never grew. Yeah, <laughs> clowns never laughed before. Yep, ponies never ran. So wait a minute. No, it's, it's a very emotional show. Like there are guys who will talk about you know watching the show and they're at home like by themselves sobbing. Yeah. Like, well, that would be me. I you, I've told you guys. Yeah. I like I shed a tear every day now for one reason or another. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't um, start watching this show. Yeah. You're gonna cry more. Okay. And it's not all, like, devastating things, but it's just very... Heartfelt love heartfelt, and things like that. Yes, it's They're about emotion. a family. Okay. And, yeah. yeah. When okay. a show gets in the groove, and I know, I know I'd know, i be this way as well, there were shows, certain shows would do it for me. Remember 30-something? That show? I didn't watch it, but yeah, yeah I know how... It was that. I know the type. It yeah. would hit tonally yeah. things that mm-hmm. I was experiencing in my life. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah. Uh, this is us back for and a new, small wonder too. A new season on NBC at 9 p.m. Let's do the next <laughs> clip, please. This season, uh, Ziva David returns to ah the team of elite special agents to solve the country's most mysterious criminal cases on NCIS. Cote de Pablo, uh-huh. love this gal. Uh, talks about the moment that swayed her decision to return. Here we go. Uh, the greatest thing happened. Uh, one of the writers called me up and she said, where do you think Ziva's been? And then we got into this very sort of fun conversation about where the character's been. 
I want to see you it. naked. I'm sorry. I thought there was a little more to it. Uh, she's very exotic looking. Is she I not? love her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, season 17 a premiere of NCIS is tonight at 8 p.m. on CBS. There was. Do you remember the uh, the movie about the um, uh, the Chilean miners who got stuck? Oh yeah. yeah. Loved it. She was, she played one of the wives. Yeah. And they were holding a vigil and everything. And there's a scene where they're around a campfire and she sings. This chick has an amazing voice. I was blown. I had no idea she could sing at all, and I was very, very impressed. I really liked that movie. I did too. Uh, I, I especially, never it. yeah. If you watch it, especially the way they depict the the collapse. Yeah, you didn't like it's I had no idea how enormous that thing was oh underground. God. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Casey. yeah, you. Dr- I mean, like you're driving vehicles in this but, thing, but right? even yeah. more than even yeah. more, just like large caves, like. Caverns, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's huge. The Thirty Three, that's what it was called. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, yeah, and, and some really good uh, actors are in that film too. All right, anyway, that's it. That's what I got for you, entertainment uh, anyway. report. Thank you. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, we have a tattoos day today. Your chance to win a Preston Steve tattoo. Text word tattoo to three nine three three three, and also a thousand dollars with Money Shark and a stack of other things to give away. We'll be back. Stay with us this morning. What's new? Glad you asked. The Black Keys. Greta Van Fleet. Five Finger Death Punch. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So the main thing that you need to be focused on when you host a radio show, uh, one that uh, goes through a variety of topics, are subject matters to talk about. Things that are that we find entertaining, that we ourselves enjoy to converse about, and we think other people might like to hear. Yeah. So I'm I'm in a good position right now because I've got loads of stuff. I have I've got my huge gigantic. I'd have to take pictures and show you. The, the packets that I have of things that we can go to. I have my bizarre file, which is gigantic now. Right. And they're all various. Um, uh, uh, for example, we have things that are time sensitive. We have things exactly. that are called evergreen. Yep. I have a list. I keep a list of about 70 items. And there are things that you, uh, we, uh, I really want to talk about this. So that all floats in this thing that we have to sort of orchestrate. So this stack I have here, this is my incidental file, which is the, uh, which is the noticer in the junk drawer. That's all this stuff. <laughs> And I've created a new, I'm going to have to start a whole new file today that's nothing but lists, which I love because sometimes lists are great to talk about. And then I have this other stack right here, which I've written on on scrap paper of just non-time-sensitive observation things that I've just written down. And I keep them to my left here. And uh, only one time have we ever gone to that stack and just found something to talk about. And I wanted to do it again. And I think I let Casey... No, you let Kathy do it. I did. It. Okay, so... Kathy I... had really... Uh, and, and she had the uh, sort of the golden touch. She pulled out a good topic. Picked you... the worst one ever. I thought it was good. You guys did. I hated it. Yeah. Was oh, it? really? It was uh, poop-related. Something, yeah. Uh, it was, it was so Casey's, Casey's fear of pooping. Yeah, and that's why I, it was good. These The rest of these, I looked at them. None of them are specific to any of us, I don't think, and, and more just broad. But I, I'd like to do it again. And so uh, it's the it's the, the stack of, uh, of topics... That are stacko topics. I had fun last time that we did this, so I'm going to fan these out and have one of you guys. Let me cut the cards here. All right, rifle them, Preston. I'm playing an effect for Bill. You know, theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. Watch uh, out for the mousetrap. So, who wants to? Who wants to? Choose? I, you said Casey. So let uh, 
All right, okay. He's he created a word today. He's on a high. I did, you know what? Yeah, I am pretty good here. Uh, I think this one right here. Now you got to put it back in the deck. Or you? Oh no! Nah, you nah, 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 All right. All right. May I see? Why it, did you, you close your eyes? <laughs> I don't know. Because I felt like it. Okay. All right. Here we go. I like that one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, this one's okay. Yeah. Oh, you're not happy with it? Oh, man. Let's vote on it. All right. Telltale sign sounds that we are mad. Mm-hmm. Oh. What is what is the telltale sign? Somebody's not admitting that they're like angry. Like us in this room? Yeah, like well, us Steve in this growls. room. Steve growls. That's like the number one. He's Steve, got a couple. Steve growls. What, what yeah. am I? <sighs> yeah. That's, that's that one. Okay? I, I'm about to go nuclear. You don't do it that. as much anymore. No, I'm in a better place. I'm but a better <laughs> man. It's, it's usually tech-related. Yeah. Like, if, if you're having an issue with yeah. whatever piece of equipment that you're on, we'll hear the growl. That's when you really... That's when we'll uh, we'll know it, to let Steve be Steve, yeah, and just kind of <laughs> shut up for. Sometimes a while. I don't like you guys will hear it, and I don't even hear. I sit right next to him. Maybe I'm just used to the growling, but like I don't even. <sighs> That's weird. I mean, you I hear tune it a lot of microphone. things out. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do. you tune a lot of things out. Wait, but um, does anyone else make angry noises? No, it's just Steve. Uh, <laughs> he, he has an exhale uh, that he does. <sighs> okay, all right. <laughs> That's one, too. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I've grown over the years to get upset with myself for getting upset at stupid things. Yeah. Right. I, uh, you, hopefully you mature right. and you let that go because it, it serves no purpose. But sometimes, rather than crap blood, you make sounds just to sort of tap that energy a little bit. Right. I think, so I will actually growl. Yep. I think Marissa has an angry noise. She has an angry noise. Well, it's okay. not. It doesn't come from from her. It comes from her shoes. Oh, they, man. they stomp. No, so because she walks fast oh, when she gets angry, so you hear the ass. shoes coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Either she's always mad, or she just walks loud. Because this was brought to my attention years ago by Chuck D'Amico. He goes, "Dude, you got to listen to her when she walks because she she clumps." <laughs> she's a clumper. She, yeah, she's well, a clumper. she. I think she also wears shoes that lend themselves to clumpability. I don't know, Marissa. I just like to think I walk with purpose. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm usually late for whatever I'm doing, so I'm like fast and getting <laughs> there. I do. I ruin shoes. I walk. I'm like a heavy walker. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 She's had blowouts on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on the freeway. Yeah. Really bad. Um. I, and so, like with the rest of us, I think it's maybe. I guess it's we, we kind of more wear it on our sleeve. You know. So, all right. Do you know when I'm mad? Uh, Always. When aren't you? <laughs> God, uh, you're breathing, you. I think. Or? Yeah. <laughs> you're awake? No, you're not mad all the time. <laughs> I, no. Uh, you guys don't know when I'm angry? I mean, you, you become quiet, you know, uh, and that's part of the deal. But that in itself is a blessing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, uh, I can tell from your, from your tone and from how you say things, like, uh, when, you're, when you're annoyed and angry. But, like, you don't. Um, you don't growl. You don't exhale. <laughs> right, right. You don't have something like that. So you have to be having a conversation with. To me. a larger no. point, humans should not growl. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of different though versions of Kathy uh, in a bad mood. There's the kind of dismissive, yeah, whatever, I don't care, type of thing. And then there's no, you don't get it. That yeah. one, yeah. There's, <laughs> the, there's the, which is obvious. There's mm-hmm. the snap. So that's wearing it on which your sleeve. Cracks yeah. me yeah. up. <laughs> it does. God, I love it when you do that. <laughs> Nick becomes no. quiet. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know what? Bill gave me a uh, guff you, one you time. You chew your bagel a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> well, is that even possible? <laughs> yes. Trust right, me. We're, get, we're getting some text of people that, that know no? this stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, Preston's abrupt stop mid sentence. Yeah, right. Yeah. When I when I've given up on uh, on something, I'll just quit. I'm done. Yes, forget you it. Do. You mm-hmm. do. We're moving. We're moving on now. That will be me for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, when I the, scream, the, "What the f is that sound coming from?" That's a that's a good one too. The funny thing is, is that you will do things that remind me of me being that way. Yeah. And I get like. Uh huh. Because uh, you know, but I I understand where you are mentally when you get to that point. Yep. Nick, uh, Bill gave me guff one time because he said that I wear my heart on my sleeve too much. He said uh, you 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 wear what your. The f- is this? <laughs> uh, well, kind of like that. I yeah. guess that that my emotions are too evident and that that I should reel them back in. Yeah, but I think it's because you hold you hold so much in, and then you just you just burst. Uh, yeah, I'll explode. <laughs> Uh, by the way, my our, our old boss Jim and Gwen had a telltale sign. He's like, "I know when you're mad." So you say my name when you're mad. You, you, Preston. I, you I know, would, would, I would say his name. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd say, "Oh, really, Jim?" Yeah, yeah. You oh, do that. Really? You do that to I, Bill? Yeah, you do, do that I? to me too. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, really, Jim?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not Jim." <laughs> my name is Casey. You my name old. is Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna switch topics. Oh, wait a second. Got, yeah. You feel we've expanded we've, on yeah, all of this? I didn't like that one. I all right, we'll I, rifle through it. I should have sifted that one out of there. Did you it's, get mad at that one? Couple, or? I'm just look at these changing this right in the middle. I'm stopping that sentence. You son of a bitch! I'm getting angry. I'm gonna let. Uh, was it Casey's fault? Do you think it was? Man, Casey, I'm saying your name. Oh man, uh, I want you to well, draw. Another. No, no, no. Give it to somebody else. Okay, <laughs> Nick, draw right. one. All right. He can't right. even move. Yeah, give it to the gimp. Want it back? What does it say? Hang. Oh, hang around long enough, and then they will hire you. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's a good one. Yeah. So if and and I use this as an example, like um, like a comic shop, or a music store, or a record shop, or something like that. Okay, I know what you're if, talking about. If you're, if you're a person who just kind of lingers around long enough, they eventually go. You want to work here? Do we have the cranberry song? The what? Oh, Linger. Linger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to work here? Because you're like you're here all the time. They did that with me. Uh, unfortunately, I had gotten a job offer like a couple weeks before at the drum shop. I would go. Oh to. no! I was there all the time, every day, just loitering, essentially. Yeah. And 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 I would buy stuff. You know, I mean, I was definitely a customer, but I would just go to be around. Other like-minded people and be around all the gear and stuff. Do you and think see this what happens new coming in more and often than, than, than we would does. think? Does it also it does. work with uh, relationships and women that you want to be no, with? Yes. I don't think so. If you yeah. just loiter no. and yeah, yeah. hang around, <laughs> yeah. they'll eventually yeah. fall in love with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. right. <laughs> Wear them down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I hung out at West Coast Video all the time, and they never offered me a job what? because because I worked for free for them. Like it Did was, you organize stuff and put I, things or, away? Oh, my God, yes. I was like, yeah, because they would have a stack of movies here. I'm like, oh, let me put these away for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they didn't offer you a job. Dude, they didn't need to. I was doing, doing it, for it for free. free. Yeah. Did, yeah. And, and then hired. you said you even went as far as to introduce your kids to them. Yeah. <laughs> we hired some of the pool rats. Like, when I managed a pool, yeah. they would be, you know, and you have to be a certain age to be a lifeguard. But, I mean, they would hang around long enough that we would put them in the snack bar, and essentially we hired them. My buddy Billy, back in the day, went in the day of arcades uh you know video game arcades and we just we lived there we were there all the time and billy got a job because he was just there all the time and apparently he knew how to fix stuff 
And they were, you know, I guess when they were opening up the machines, he would take a look at them. He's like, oh, yeah, you should do this and that. And they're like, you want a, you want a job? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I'm trying to think really? if I had anything that was similar to that. Um, I mean, I, I did love, you know, radio when I first started to get into it at this level. And I was working for free, enjoying putting together bits. And I was eventually offered a job. But there was a sort of a modus operandi involved with that. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I figured I was going to show my wares for that. With the intent of getting, yeah, you know, but but sometimes you're right. It's it's almost like we say to the interns here: if you can display your work acumen, yeah, <laughs> in front of people who are going to potentially hire you, go for it. Especially if you love what you're hanging around. Here's some text coming in. Happened to my husband. He hung around the comic shop and got offered a job by the owner. Uh, when the shop closed down a year or two later, the boss let my husband take home all of the inventory. What? Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow. Since he had been stealing it anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, somebody says that Sarah did that with Jackson. <laughs> in, in, in a way, Sarah, Sarah hung on, and she had some some other things that were coming through. And I just said, "Hold, just hold out." Yeah. We we knew she was really good, Casey and she'd and eventually I, make it happen. Casey and I were talking about Sarah the other day because it's it's funny to listen. She is Sarah is so good on air. Yeah, she does not speak with any ums or ahs, and it, it's almost jarring to hear how good she sounds. Much more professional than the rest of us. Yeah, she, she nails it every time she speaks. She sounds prepared, which is really odd. Did we ever pay intern Joe? No. Uh, well, I don't well, know. We, we paid it, him in we hot paid, We paid him in but, regrets. Yeah, because <laughs> he—I mean, sauce. he hung around. He was like the forever. But, all right, but, intern. So, and but he, you know, oh man, now I'm gonna. I know. Just skip it. Don't. I'm say just that. gonna skip yeah. it. Thank you. Here's one that says, <laughs> "Thank you, Kathy." You're welcome. My 75 year old dad hung out at the tackle shop so much uh, because he was bored, <laughs> and they offered to pay him because he was helping with the customers so much. Uh, and then somebody had uh, pointed out, and, and the texts are going by quickly, that uh, like a GameStop, that uh, that, that would happen. It seems well. to be those kind of things. Comic mm-hmm. book places, yeah. the, the drum shop. Like, in other words, it wouldn't hold true for um, pen medicine. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. You hang out in Dr. Yeah. Mike's How office. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Give it a shot. How yeah. steady are your hands? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm going to go to uh, Sierra on the phone. Hi, Sierra. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Sierra. What's up? Every break that I have, I go over to the pet value next to my work, and I go and play with the cats that are trying to get adopted. And um, many, many, many times, they're like, Sierra, you're here every single day. Do you just want to work here? <laughs> I'm like, I can't, but, like, I love, like, trying to have these cats being adopted, so... You know, so yeah. let me let me tell you something, Sierra, uh, Sierra with, with all, you know, my wife and... and, and uh, Max Fund and the charities and all the animal charities she's involved with, she she loves to do the same thing. So she donates her time to clean cages and stuff at pet value as well. She loves that. So yeah, and and uh, you know uh, they offer her a job. They have, but she's she's got the charities and all that other stuff she runs. But she just she wants that sort of um, roll up the sleeve sort of deal and going and helping with these cats. So it's <laughs> it, it's so cool. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sierra. Appreciate it. Yeah, they they will, uh, you know, eventually, if you're just there all the time. And some people start, I, my son actually volunteered to do work at the local comic shop and just, you know, sift through and... Yeah. If you're an employer... Buying stuff. And you have somebody with that sort of commitment to what you're doing, next time, try this. Next time you go out for dinner, stay there <laughs> all night. And maybe they'll offer you a job. You yeah. never know. Yeah. <laughs> Can't guarantee that. 
Uh, yeah, here it says, my husband hung around at the, would buy me flowers so often they offered him a job at the shop. Uh, my dad hung around a car dealership so much he finally got a job there. Uh, Why do you hang out at a car dealership? I don't know. Oh, no, you know what? Like, oh, oh it was a dealership. I know, like, the mechanic. Um, okay. Like, even growing up, my dad would go to his friend's, uh, you know, auto body shop or whatever, and, like, they would hang out there. Okay. Well, in and this he... case, he was the one who suggested to Jack that they sell him for less. Right. <laughs> oh, really? Dude. That turned into a whole kid yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 There's a house, like, uh, near my neighborhood that uh, whenever I'm driving my kids to soccer practice, they have, it, it, it's a house, okay? It's, it's, this is not a business as far as I know. But they have built their own garage that has a car lift in it. And every time I drive past it, you know, like 6, yeah. 7 o'clock at night, there's all these dudes, like, hanging out there. Wow. And they're probably all, like, talking cars. And I'm like, I kind of want to hang out with them. You, know, you should. Yeah, I know. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talking about cards? Hey, take your shirt off and dance for us. <laughs> Wait, these uh, guys hang out where? In this, like, guy's garage. He's got a lift in his own personal garage. They probably just, you know, are, are gearheads and yeah. you know, know how to, like, do a thing or two under the hood. But, yeah. like, it's there's always people hanging out there. And, like, sometimes they're standing. A lot of times they're just kind of, like, sitting in chairs, like, hanging out, probably talking about cars. <laughs> and I want to go and learn about cars. You know, just, I don't know. Like, I want to go hang. But it's not a business. Oh, it's not. Okay. No. Well, or maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe this guy does uh, stuff on, on the side, but but it's not like it's a bunch of bears hanging out. It's just. A... <laughs> I don't know about that. Let's move on. By the way, you got something in your teeth, dude. It's drive me it. crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's a pork loin. <laughs> it's not pork loin, Steve. Uh, let me go to. Let me go to Pat. Hi, Pat. Good morning. Hey, Preston. How are you, sir? Wonderful. What's up, man? Uh, well, I was hanging out at a bicycle shop on Girard Avenue for the longest time, and I ended up, he offered me a job because I was selling bikes without him knowing it. You and were selling, selling bikes? Selling the bicycles, and I stayed there 16 years. Now, we're they assuming that, that you turned the money over to the store, right? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I ended up knowing how to just steer the customer to the counter and say, they're buying this, they're buying this, and then... He finally sat me down and said, uh, would you like a job here? I'm, yeah, I think I will. Do So on that level, and there's a perfect example. You you have a love for that. You were offered a job. Do stores have, and I've heard this is something that occasionally happens, where they were hire, hire people in a store, it's almost like undercover shoppers, yeah. to sort of finesse um, potential purchasers along in their purchases. Yeah, why not? Really? Why, yeah, I would. Like, how? Like, in other words, if they're hanging out, appearing to be a regular customer. Oh, and, like, yeah. oh, you look yeah. so and they'll good say, that? I, got, I got that bike. Yeah. Uh, that is, you know. Because right. you trust them more than a salesperson. Right. You know, it's, a word of mouth is, is a strong, strong have, form of Have you guys ever heard of that? Not somebody being paid for that, but it, I don't doubt it. Huh. Somebody. Yeah. Okay, so I was in line to buy this jacket that I have on right now. It's a nice jacket. Thank Yay. you. I appreciate it. Um, and I was <laughs> contemplating it while I was in line. I'm like, I don't know. I was looking at the price. I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to pay this. Oh, you look fierce in there. Well, <laughs> I, so, and I was, but I was speaking out loud to the cashier, and she yeah. was like, "Look, I do what you want. It's a great jacket." Blah blah blah. And and this woman walked by me, and she goes, "Oh, I think you should get it. It's so nice." What if she was planted? <laughs> Oh, could be, go yeah. I wasted my money. Mm-hmm. No, but she, you think- she said back in you know in the employee cafeteria, you whore. Yeah. 
I've, I've offered up advice if I've seen if I've seen people looking at things that I've purchased before, and and I'll just say, you know what, that one you're looking, this one's better than that one. You know, I do I've, it all. So that. Yeah. my hang is I love worldwide stereos. You know, I'm a gadget guy, so I go and and when I when I do that, I will I will impart my wisdom. They could hire you. They could, <laughs> rat bastards. At this point, I mean, you yeah. know so much about so much that you, honestly, you'd be a good salesperson. I there. think I think I deserve a civilian honor. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like maybe once a week on the weekends or something. Yeah, absolutely. You know or at do? least some sort of plaque or statue. Right. Seriously, yeah. that's like me with Floral and Hardy. There should be at least like I should at least have like a punch in card. There should be you down on one knee holding a globe over your head, and they should spend money to advertise on our radio station. Yeah, bastards. Um, <laughs> I think I should go to sleep number stores and take naps. And uh, I should, that's your job. That would be my job. And then like, you could you could yeah. advise people when they walk in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you had a nice. This nap. would be a perfect bed for somebody. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Chrissy? My son was in a little bit of trouble, so he was. I was trying to get him into something positive, so I would drop him off at the golf course every day. And eventually they gave him a job as the cart boy. Then he moved up to the starter. Then he ended up in the kitchen, and now he's a head chef at a at a pretty look at that. That is, yep. and see, there you go. So he 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 enjoyed what he was doing, and he worked his way up. So he sure d- did. does he enjoy golf to begin with? We assume. Yeah, he's very good at it, and he likes it a lot. Yep. All right. Kind of hung around, and uh, they were like, you know what? We need to get this guy on board. Could you see yourself, Preston? I mean, obviously, this has been a uh, this career is wonderful, and we love what we do. Could you see yourself working at a like a like a golf course? No, like a a, a drum. You know, I don't know store. Yeah, or I don't know a music shop. Maybe. I don't know. Or an all male review. You know what? No, it's too noisy. I can't handle it. Oh, that's know. right. Yeah. To be honest with the the tinnitus. So, uh, yeah, I don't the know. Pro, the pro shop at a golf at a golf course that could be kind of cool. Uh, Those guys are so grumpy, though. Are they? Yeah, I met well, a yeah, lot of times. A lot of yeah. times. Are like, they? Yeah. Well, aren't they there to to induce? You would think excitement so. in the game. Uh-huh. You would think so. Huh. Yeah. Casey and I. Have Why met, do you play this dumb game? We've met our fair share of smug people in yep. the in the pro shop, and oh. it's too bad. There's one guy in particular. Oh, I guess they let anyone in. I'm like why? Really? Why, why do you? Why did they let this guy answer the phone? Oh, I know a guy yeah. like that too. Yeah, I don't know why they let this guy run the golf course. Uh huh. And it's like okay. And generally, a personality should come along with that job, but yeah, because usually doesn't. the people that are coming in are, are pretty jazzed. Like you know, like hey, yeah. I, I don't have to work today. Like I'm you know I'm out on the golf course. Yeah, exactly. You got to make yeah. sure they beat that out of you. So yeah. you guys could be the opposite of that. Yeah, right. You, you could, could be the people who are yeah, like good cop, bad, good pro, bad pro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I will go next to, this happens, I'll bet. I'm going to go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. What's up, Amy? Um, I just wanted to share my story about, um, this haunted house that I used to work at. Um, you have to audition to get a job there. And this one guy just wasn't hired, but he showed up every single day dedicated. They didn't use him for at least the first couple of weeks of the season, but because they saw his dedication, he got along with the staff really well. They ended up using him when people started um, calling out or no showing. So he eventually <laughs> got hired by the end of the season. See, they, so they he was go. just going That's as funny. a customer so often. <laughs> Exactly. He he would just wander around, and yeah. eventually they started using him. I yeah. think so. How do you how do you walk the fine line be between being perceived as a loiterer, right, or or, or someone who has <laughs> well, a 
you 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 offer to help out, right? Yeah. Uh, so that did happen one time. A friend of mine worked in a kitchen at a restaurant, and um, on the, at the slower periods, a non-peak, um, you know, uh, rush uh, times, I would go by there and hang out for a little bit. I remember being in the back room, and I'd worked in a kitchen before, and I was just helping him straighten up, you know, just kind of giving him a yeah. little extra. Uh, you know, help on, on getting his day go, uh, going going by quicker. And the the dude offered me, the manager offered me a job. Do you think most business owners or most people at these various levels, if if you were to say, "I'm interested in this," you know, I, I'll 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 do some I'll work, work for, for free, free. yeah, mm-hmm. just to get some insight or to get some. It, it depends. It's would like, that like still like be the received? Shop, yeah. You know, my my yeah. son was like first. He was looking for a job, and they were like, "Well, we're, we're not hiring, but if you want to come and help out, you know, you can do this every I'm now." I'm interested and then. in yeah. the law. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could I handle this case? <clears throat> but I really do think it all sort of really depends on on who you are as a person. You know, like <laughs> right. If you're kind of an a hole or a misfit or whatever, like sure you can hang out and um, but you know if, if we don't want you to hang out we're not going to pay you to hang out you know what i mean but if we can't do anything about uh you coming by and you know what i mean mm, no i'm saying if uh if you suck you're not going to get a job if you suck you're not oh. going to get a job okay all right you know I, I, I'm, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i just don't want to sound mean so i could use words and verbiage that uh, but i don't want but to but there's uh, no words on it <laughs> no there are words there okay. are words but uh i'm tr- i'm stop talking i'm going on. to ed hi ed you're on the air good morning he's farted <laughs> uh we're, we're good casey just farted what's up ed no, that's okay hey so i got that's okay what's that now i volunteered at a blood bank and and it wasn't long before they offered me a job and then I, uh, when I was in medical school, I volunteered at a prestigious school for an elective I had, and they offered me a residency. Wow. And then when I wanted to work for a certain agency in a certain state, I had to spend a kind of two-week period, uh, I guess, them observing me, and they offered me a job there that turned into a career. So, so you, you were just kind of you, – you were there without the intention of getting a job, and they liked just – being around you and went ahead and made you an offer. I guess that's what it was. Okay. I'm just that kind of guy. You are that <laughs> just kind of guy. Just kind of fall yeah. into it. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that is. All into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's good. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. We do have... Uh, there are people that are interested in in what we do and come around to, you know, events and things like that. And, uh, event, you know, sometimes we'd be like, well, you know, we do have this, uh, promotion team here, the yeah. army, and you can look into that, you know, I mean, sometimes there's go-getters out there. In, for this line of work, honestly, if, especially if, if you can get a legitimate internship, that is a great way we, you know, you talk about Sarah. Sarah was an intern on the morning show and then proceeded. I was your intern. Yeah, absolutely. Years and yeah. years ago. So Marissa was an intern. Yeah. yeah. Kristen Herman was an intern, mm-hmm. and she ended up becoming, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's part of that is if they have enough time to hang around for a while, yeah. and, and you kind of notice what people can do, and, and if the position opens up, that's the main That's the key. The position opens up. So, all right, anyway, that was uh, from, we need to take a break because we got to get back and do oh. Money Shark. Oh, yes. Um, so, all right, that's a. Uh, How know, did you feel about that round I, I like of topics? I, I do like that one. So that was our uh, our stack o o topics. And I like to see if we can just dive into this every now and then because, number one, I'm tired of the stack building up over here. But, number two, just to 
have some fun so talking it, about whatever random subject that might come up. If you like stacko topics, let us know. Please do. Yeah. All right, we need to take a break, and as we do take a break, I'm going to give away this because our friends have stopped by uh, for what we call a meat and eat today. They brought by some goodies for us to eat and to for you to uh, also eat as well because we have $25 gift cards. Normally $25. This is a $50 what? gift card. For Maggio's Restaurant and Bar in Southampton. Caller number 19. We're going to give you one. 215-263-WMOR. If you what have, the f- And it says here, if you have a hankering for a good old-fashioned home-cooked meal. I do. You have a hankering. Uh, Maggio's is the place. And happy hour every weekday from 5 to 7. Half-price drinks, appetizers in their bar. Maggio's is the best place to catch the game with whistle-to-whistle specials and 14 big-screens TVs. Uh, big screen TV, so you don't miss any of the action. So caller 19. Love it. Giving you that gift card. 215-263-WMMR. You might win $1,000 when we get back. Let's find out. More new music. Another huge Philly concert event. Get ready for Green Day. Weezer. Fallout Boy, the Hella Mega Tour 2020, Saturday, August 29th at Citizens Bank Park, almost a year away, but hella worth the wait. Join us for a night on the diamond under the stars. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Get details now at WMMR.com, including a concert pre-sale and the skinny on the new music from each band. Green Day. Weezer. Fallout Boy, August 29th, 2020, at the ballpark from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So when you're done sending over the uh, the word for Money Shark, how about you call in to win some tickets to see the band's Alterbridge, Skillet, and Dirty Honey. Tomorrow night they're playing at the Met in Philadelphia. That's and a very cool bill. I can take free, uh, no, let's do free callers. Let's take four callers is what I meant to say. Four callers at 215-263-WMMR and then uh, tune in Thursday morning because uh, Dirty Honey is going to come into the studio and play an acoustic uh, performance here in our uh, in our studios. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll take four callers. We'll give you those tickets. It's tomorrow night in the Met, 215-263-WMMR. By the way, uh, tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster.com, including a $19.33 party in the pit set of tickets. I remember Skillet at the uh, barbecue. Yeah. And they put on a hell of a show. Good band. All right, we will not do Bizarre Fog because I need the traffic music out of there. So let me move that. No, and, you just deleted it. And now I just deleted it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but, oh, oh, here's what I can mention while Casey's getting my Bizarre File intro ready to go. There's a story for the Bizarre File that is too big for the Bizarre File. Yes. Oh, all right. So we're going we're gonna to do the B file now, and then when we return... I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this story along to you. Steve sent it over to me. It's it's outrageous. crazy, and a lot of people will be talking about it today. So you know they have regular pads and maxi pads. Yeah, this is a maxi. This pad. is a maxi pad. Yeah, a maxi ultra pad. A maxi ultra pad as far as bizarre stories. Exactly. So, but these that I have for you here are awesome as well. So here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre final. Brought to you by Temple Football, battling Georgia Tech on Saturday, September 28th at 3.30 p.m. Lincoln Financial Field. Sponsored by 
The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union kids' tickets on game day are only $10. Visit OwlsTicks.com. Well, a Florida woman who wanted to eat more than her fair share of tomatoes at the dinner table is facing criminal charges after allegedly assaulting elderly relatives who thwarted her grubby vegetable gambit. Katie Jade Gates, 19 years old, allegedly became incensed when she was denied additional tomatoes during dinner at her family's home. You're eating all the goddamn tomatoes! Gates' grandmother told police that the teenager began to, quote, throw a fit because she couldn't have more tomatoes at the dinner table. That's wild that she likes tomatoes that much. Gates allegedly picked up a water bottle and threw it at her grandfather and a pack of cigarettes at a 73-year-old female relative... What the hell did I do? ...who was struck in the eye by the airborne tobacco. When confronted about her behavior by her grandfather... Gates allegedly grabbed a knife and began threatening him with it. And I quote, Mother effer, I will stab you in the effing face. Over tomatoes? Gates witnessed, uh, Gates witnesses told cops chased her grandfather with a knife and poked the weapon at his face. During police questioning, Gates reportedly admitted hitting a relative in the Something's face. Something's gone wrong in my life. With a cigarette pack. <laughs> I'm about to be murdered over tomatoes. <laughs> she also uh, acknowledged picking up a knife and approaching her grandfather, but denied attempting to strike him with the knife in her hand during the argument. Uh, she was arrested and charged with two felonies, and she bonded out of jail after posting $18,000 bond. All right, here's uh, here's one of your money shot stories of the day. A Florida woman. This is Florida wow, woman second two. Florida woman. Right. Yeah, by the way. Let's see if it's, it's three names. Freed herself from a camel. Oh yeah! By biting its testicles at the Tiger truck stop in Gross Tet last week, after she crawled in the animal's pen to retrieve her dog, and the camel sat on her. Oh my god! All right, she bit the camel's nuts. The woman's husband had been throwing treats for their dog. She doesn't even do that for me. Under Casper the camel's fence Thursday evening, before the dog went inside. After the dog began interacting with the camel, the couple crawled in to get it. While inside, the camel sat on the woman, (laughs) and she bit the animal's testicles to get it off of her. She said, I bit his balls to get him off me. I bit his testicles to get him off me. The investigation found that the couple had provoked the camel before it sat on the woman. Uh, According to Hamilton, they said the camel did nothing wrong. The couple were aggressive. The camel was just doing its normal routine. Why would you be aggressive towards a camel? The truck stop located 20 minutes outside of Baton Rouge keeps a camel named Casper and for many years controversially kept a tiger for visitors to see on site. That's usually where tigers and camels are, right? At truck stops. Yeah, the couple who weren't identified stopped at the truck stop to let their dog out. Authorities uh, didn't find reasons to hold the truck stop liable for their injuries because the camel was enclosed and signs warning visitors to stay out or posted every 10 feet along the fence. I can only imagine a truck stops a healthy atmosphere for an, a camel. Deputies cited the couple for a leash law violating uh, and violation and criminal trespassing. Uh, state laws prohibit people from letting their dogs run free on enclosed or unenclosed private property. Pamela Bossier, the truck stop's manager, said the couple should have sought help from employees who were inside the truck stop's 24-hour cafe just a few yards from Casper's pen. Instead, they crawled under a single strand of barbed wire at the bottom of the fence, 
likely hurting themselves. And once inside, Bossier said the man shoved the camel and used his hat to swat at it. So where on the list would biting the camel's balls be in your personal plan of attack? It might be at the bottom of the list. Uh, the uh, That upset the camel and he sat on her, so... <laughs> Well, they, they were Another Florida woman's story. For they you. were provoking the camel. How about this? A seemingly innocent beauty product gave one Missouri mother a fright after it exploded through the roof of her 19 year old child's car. This is wild. According to Christine Debrecht, her uh, teen daughter left a bottle of Equate dry shampoo in her Honda Civic all day Wednesday. Uh, the bottom burst off, sending the aerosol can crashing through her car's skylight. It took off like a rocket. And it blew the console cover off of its hinges, shot through the sunroof, and went high enough in the air that it landed about 50 feet away. Did you have any idea? I mean, I know that a pressurized can or whatever can explode. Did you have any idea it would have that kind of impact? No, I didn't think it would be that bad. While most products like these have heat warnings on them, they're easy to forget, she wrote. I just want to remind you and your kids to heat those warnings on products that you may be using. Please don't leave aerosol cans and especially dry shampoo, as this seems to be an issue with some brands in your car. I'm so grateful that no one was hurt. Uh, She was initially mystified as to what had caused the hole in the sunroof. She said, we thought something fell down from the sky, Mm. but the glass was going out, so we knew that wasn't the case. Took them about 15 minutes to figure out just exactly what happened before they found the green can with the bottom blown off. And fortunately, no one was hurt in the incident. Said right on the can, though, now with explosives. Yeah. Uh, Okay, how about this? In uh, Kentucky, a man is charged. This is, I don't understand this story. A man is charged with violating a county burn ban, among other charges, after being found eating a hamburger in the middle of a growing fire. You can't do that. But how do you? How are you in the middle of a fire? Uh, is so, he surrounded by the fire, or is he actually sitting in flames? Thomas Saylor reportedly resisted when a deputy tried to pull him out of the fire to safety. A deputy on patrol saw a large amount of smoke rising from behind several businesses. When he went to investigate, he reportedly found a man later identified as 44-year-old Thomas S. Saylor sitting in the middle of the fire eating a hamburger. This is like their other ordinance. You can't eat pudding in an avalanche. <laughs> the deputy started to pull Sailor out, but Sailor reportedly resisted, yelling and fighting with the deputy. When he was finally pulled to safety, uh, Sailor allegedly became irate and stated that he was, quote, an American war general of West Virginia. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, sir. Then please, by all means... <laughs> Finish your burger in the fire. Carry yeah, on, yeah, yeah. sir. Uh, God bless you. He also told the deputy that he had been trying to burn leaves. Okay. Um, so so I, I figured I'd sit down and have a burger in that. <laughs> Maybe he made a circle? Uh, like That's uh, what I, that's what I'd ask. Little, Could you be yeah. surrounded by the flames? But if he... Stop and think about it. You're, you're, the, the, the clock is ticking on you if you're act, actively sitting in fire eating your burger. For right. all we know... I would eat the burger quickly. This is his hamburger ritual. Yes. He makes a circle, a ring of fire. Some people have pickles. He and sits in fire. He sits inside of it and eats his hamburger. Sailor was determined to be under the influence and was arrested. Uh, beyond violating the burn ban, he was also charged with resisting arrest, public public intoxication, and disorderly conduct. Think about where you're living, where they have to have a ban on you sitting in fire. Yeah, yeah. and there you go. That's well, it's a burn ban in general. And, and I got to say, I do sort of miss the smell of burning leaves. I think back it's in like the burning d- flesh. No, 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 no. I never cared for that. But, yeah. uh, you know, back in the day, that's what people would do. They would have a, you know. Yeah, yeah. They still do it out my way. Yeah, do, uh, we don't, I don't by, think we're by allowed to. by county and by township, yeah. yeah. Okay. Some places you can, 
But some places you can. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the uh, bizarre file for you this morning. Hey, I'd like to remind you that we have a new Daily Rush video that's up. Uh, it's titled, I Do Barbecues, Another Dumb Thing That You Don't Want To Get Invited To. You can watch it now at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. It is sponsored by friends at Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. So, yes. Uh, we are happy to have that for your entertainment. Okay, here's what I'd like to do. Two things. I'm going to give away another uh, $50 gift card for our friends at uh, Maggio's Restaurant Bar. And Sam, the owner, one of the owners, is here and wanted me to remind you that they have these drink specials, drink and food specials on game day, whistle to whistle. Uh, and you can get, it's $30, all you can drink, Coors and food. Hamana, hamana. All you can eat and drink, right? All the food you can drink. Uh, no, well, oh, well, if you're whatever. good at drinking yeah, yeah. food, then knock yourself out. <laughs> They're at 400 Second Street, uh, Pike, Southampton, and you can check out their website at maggiosrestaurant.com. We'll take call number 25 at 215-263-WMMR. Wednesday nights is all you can eat. Mussels, only $19.99. Mm. Uh, super salad, free shrimp cocktail, and Wednesdays are also half price for heroes at Maggio's. And if you're a vet uh, or a first responder, you eat and drink for half price. Excellent. deal. So call now. We'll set you up with that. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. And a story, this twisted story that is way too big to keep in the bizarre file, yeah. but it belongs there, no question. Let's do it. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Now. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, uh, Maggio's here this morning. We'll do some more giveaways in a little while. The food smells amazing. I just had a meatball. <laughs> uh, well, Steve, you may like this. They're going to have midget wrestling. What? Huh? Really? I kid you not. Now, it doesn't say when. So, Sam, when, when it says it says midget wrestling this blank at 930. This Saturday. Okay, this Saturday at 9.30. We probably know the participants. Tickets are $20 on Eventbrite or $25 at the door. It's midgets versus dwarves, hmm. culminating with a Royal Rumble at the end.H, uh, for more information, you go to Maggio'sRestaurant.com. There you go. Yeah, honestly. Yep. It's uh, and then p- pasta. That's dinner and a show, right? Absolutely. Yeah, All right. Before better than Hamilton, we have two really weird things here. Number one, we didn't play this earlier. Casey had mentioned Terrence Howard uh, talking about something at the Emmys that he's going to be revealing today. That's what he on says. YouTube. I've not heard this at all. I have no idea what he's going on about. Well, you know, he announced he's giving up acting. He's <laughs> yep. pursuing a higher calling. Okay, and uh, and then we're going to get to a very twisted story. So uh, let's hear the Terrence Howard clip. Here we go. This is at the Emmys on the, the red carpet. And everyone keeps trying to tell me, don't say it's forever. But I've spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue, you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? 
That, that's a big remark. Yeah. What, what, what do you intend to, to do? Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight yeah. lines. Right. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's... It's the thing that holds us all together. Wave conjugations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, the uh, the the, um, the whole wave conjugation thing is everyone talks about that, but no one does something Nobody, about it. Nobody, no. So finally. Uh, <laughs> so, Case, I had seen him earlier on the red carpet. I thought that's what you were talking no. about. So he had, he, had, he had sort of hinted at this. Yeah. Uh, this is much more in-depth than what uh, I had heard um, and much clearer and makes more sense and now that I hear it. Yeah, you got, got it. it. You got it. Now I got it. Okay. And initially, I was like, "This is loony." Uh-huh. But when you talk about the flower of life and the wave conjugations, absolutely. So he's the way the, you conjugate a verb, he's supposed to reveal something today. Yeah, that's it? what he's saying, man. Okay. Uh, this guy's been working on it. It's in his tool shed. They've been seeing some glowing lights. The neighbors. Yeah. Oh. I, I, listen, I hope it's something of, of substance. Well, he I really do. Pythagoras. Oh, I, yeah. I hope it's something hilarious. So do I. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what kind of substance, just... It's probably cocaine. <laughs> oh, okay. I know I know what you mean. Yeah. I thought you meant actual scientific hard Hey, that data. would be cool. I guess that would be cool. Yeah. Either way, uh, you know, I'd like to get something out of it. What if a he... A chuckle would be wonderful. <laughs> if he has built a mecha gorilla... Oh, that my God. Awesome. Oh. Like a five-story mecha gorilla. Yes. All right. Well, anyhow. Well, I'm, I'm be, yes. Uh, did Was there a specific time today that he... He just had... said Tuesday. And you know what, man? He's on the L.A. time, so... Ah, damn it. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we, might ha- we might have to wait. I can't wait. All right. But uh, we have a phone call that we need to take. Is uh, is this Amy? It is. Amy, did you already receive the good news? I did. Well, share it with us. What's so? What are you so happy about? I won the... Shark contest. Yeah, you want a shark? You want a thousand dollars? You want a thousand dollars, Amy? Yeah, it's amazing. Yes, <laughs> that's wonderful. How you doing, Amy? Where are you from, by the way? I'm doing good. I'm from Headley's, New Jersey. All right, and uh, are you working this morning? I am not. I work tonight. I'm a night nurse, so well, I work overnight. It might be conceivable that you get someone to uh, replace you on the shift and celebrate a little bit. Nah. No, you you want to go in and lord it over them, right? I do. All I right. do. I'm going to have a smile all day. So all right. what what time did you get off work this morning then? Last night I was actually off, but normally 7.30 a.m. Wow, okay. 7 a.m. Which is perfect timing to play the contest because we do it at exactly. 8 a.m. That's... That's what I do every morning. Oh, nice. And it paid off. Congratulations, Amy. Thank We're you. very, very happy for you. Thanks for listening to MMR. Thank you so much. All right, Amy. Yeah! Money Shark, there's another one. Next chance coming up at 11 a.m. Get ready to win the money. All right, so Steve sent me this uh, story, and he gave me the gist of what it was about. I'm like, all right, I'm in. I, I would like to to read this, and I was going through it, and what I will do is I'll take the text from some stories, pull it aside, and then I'll go through and I'll, I'll highlight the important parts of the story uh, to pass along on the air because I don't want to make it too long with a bunch of details that aren't necessary. First of all, it's 12 pages long. Oh, yes. Geez. 12 pages long, and I started going through it, and I realized that I was highlighting every single line (laughs) on every single page. And I'm like, okay, number one, we can't do this in the bizarre file because it would be longer than the bizarre file by itself. 
and we need to to flesh this out a little bit. This is crazy. This is a story that is going to make the rounds. Today already is because people are uh, there's there's a movie correlation that a lot of people are referring to. Here's the plot, just or, or whatever you want to call it, of this story: an unsuspecting Christian couple adopts an adorable little girl, only to discover she is an adult sociopath masquerading as a child. Wait, what? what? The How movie is that possible? Orphan. Yeah. All right. So the the movie Orphan, which, which was twisted, freaky. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so this is apparently that scenario is the defense put forward by a mom of three and parenting author, shockingly accused of felony neglect for abandoning her adopted daughter. So here's the deal: Kristen Barnett, forty five years old, and her ex husband Michael Barnett, forty three years old are alleged to have dumped Ukrainian-born Natalia Grace at an apartment in Lafayette, Indiana in 2013 before moving to Canada one month later and breaking off contact. Now, police say that the girl was left to fend for herself for three years despite having a rare form of dwarfism. That means she is three foot tall and has problems walking. But in an exclusive interview with uh, Daily Mail TV at an undisclosed location... Christine insists there's a major flaw in their case. Natalia was not a nine-year-old, as charging documents claim, but she was actually 22 years old. (laughs) Barnett claims the true victims are her and her family who were terrorized for years by the mysterious imposter who threatened to stab them in their sleep, pushed her towards an electric fence, and poured bleach in her coffee. So Wait, that's the girl what, did this to them? Yeah. This is what they're alleging. That's what they're that saying. This, they're saying. Right. The allegations, and this is very linear to the movie. By the, the allegations by the police are that they left this underage girl to fend for herself. But these, but the, the, the mom uh, is saying that, uh, no, this girl, number one, was 22 years old. What? And that she uh, threatened us. So, And this is real? Well, this is what they're saying. There's two sides of this story. Yes. Yeah, but it's real. It's legit. Okay. So she said she would make statements and draw pictures saying that she wanted to kill kill family members. You know the way kids do. She'd roll them up in a blanket and put them in the backyard. She was standing over people in the middle of the night. You couldn't go to sleep. We had to hide all the sharp objects. She said, I saw her putting chemicals, bleach, Windex, something like that in my coffee. And I asked her, what are you going to do or what are you doing? And she said, I'm trying to poison you. And she said, the media is painting me to be a child abuser, but there is no child here. Um, She said, Natalia was a woman. She had periods. She had adult teeth. She never grew a single inch, which would happen even with a child uh, with dwarfism. Uh, The doctors all confirmed that she was suffering a severe psychological illness only diagnosed in adults. Uh, This is according to the mom. She said she was jumping out of moving cars. She was smearing blood on mirrors. She was doing things you could never imagine a little child doing. Before criminal charges were leveled at them on September 11th, Barnett and ex-husband Michael were hailed as exemplary parents who raised a child genius named Jake Barnett. He was diagnosed with autism at the age of two. Jake, nonetheless, had his first academic paper published at 12 and by 15 was studying at a prestigious physics institute. Wow. His story was featured in a 2012 episode of CBS's 60 Minutes. 
Uh, but it was the shy girl who sat at his left at the family dinner table that would one day prompt altogether more sinister headlines. So they're on 60 Minutes, but yeah. not about her. Not about her. A brother who's a genius. Yeah, who has autism and uh, who's a genius. So the Barnett's experience, they were experienced foster parents who ran a children's daycare from their Westfield, Indiana home. They collected this curly-haired youngster from Florida in May of 2010. Natalia's adoption was completed in November of that year. Uh, Christine Barnett insisted that she treated the new addition to her family as if she were her biological child. She had no hesitation in accepting Natalia, despite learning that she had a bone growth disorder with this really, really long, complex name. Right. Which causes short stature, skeletal skeletal abnormalities, and problems with vision. Uh, She said, I felt that if I had the ability to help another person in the world, then I wanted to do it. So given just 24 hours to complete an emergency adoption, the couple raced to an adoption center in Florida, signed the paperwork, and meet their six-year-old daughter. They gleaned precious few details of her background. Natalia had been in the U.S. for two years, had a Ukrainian birth certificate reading September 4th, 2003, and needed a home immediately because her previous adoptive parents suddenly gave her up for undisclosed reasons. Natalia was extremely nervous, she said. You could see that she was going to need a lot of support and care. We did notice immediately in the parking lot that she couldn't walk. Uh, There was nothing in the paperwork stating that, though. Over the next few days, the couple showered Natalia with attention, taking her to Disney World, enjoying ice cream, treats, and playful pillow fights with her three brothers to slowly bring her out of her shell. When they took her to the beach for the first time, she did something that would leave the couple speechless. She said the boys rushed into the water, and Natalia wanted to be carried into the ocean. Michael and myself were physically exhausted, so we asked her to just wait a few minutes. Uh, With that, she got up and ran into the ocean. And I remember looking at Mike, she said, thinking, what's going on? I mean, she couldn't walk a second ago, and now she just got up and ran. Oh. Barnett grew more alarmed when she saw the little girl naked for the first time. She said, I was giving her a bath, and I noticed she had full pubic hair. I was so shocked. I had just been told that she was a six-year-old, and it was very apparent that she wasn't, she added. Uh, There were further clues to an apparent deception. Natalia shunned dolls and toys, sought the company of teenage girls, and appeared to use sophisticated vocabulary way beyond someone her age. Uh, She didn't have any trace of a foreign accent, and when the family asked a Ukrainian friend to speak in their native language, Natalia couldn't understand or describe her homeland. She said, at the time I ran a little school, and I remember she said to me, these children are exhausting. I don't know how you do it. And I was like, you're supposed to be a child yourself. It was like something another mom would say as she dropped her kids off. She said, it's very hard to decipher how old she is because she has such a unique look. But at that time, I started to believe that she was probably a teenager. Uh, She said, but I don't have any regrets. This was what I wanted to do. I felt overwhelming love for her. She said she soon began finding bloody clothing in the trash suggesting that Natalia was having her period and trying to conceal the evidence. Uh, She sought out the help of her family physician who ordered bone density tests to establish Natalia's age. When the results suggested the the little girl was indeed at least 14 or older, Barnett says she switched to uh, the princess outfits and pink dresses for more appropriate clothes. But as questions swirled around her age and true identity, Natalia's behavior began to deteriorate. Barnett recalls watching aghast on a baby monitor as Natalia attacked a baby boy when she was out of the room. When they attended therapy together, Natalia scoffed at the, quote, childish bonding exercises. 
And by 2011, Barnett says that Natalia was smearing bodily fluids on walls, making death threats and hearing voices as her oh, mental God. health broke down. So I've, I've never seen the movie The Orphan, but is that what this is? Essentially? This is pretty much spot on. Wow. So they, they, the family brings this in. They, you know, they have one daughter who's deaf uh, and... Um, they bring the girl in. I think she means Romanian. You're about in the movie, the or- or- orphan, right? Ukraine, uh, Romanian, or from the Ukraine or Ukraine, and uh, and so uh, later on it becomes and these things like this. For example, there's all sorts of drawings that are occurring on the wall that they can only see with like a, a black light yep. and all this crazy stuff going on. This is right linear to this, which raises a whole bunch of questions. But but continue. So Natalia would spend the next year or so being treated for various psychiatric disorders, uh, spending days to weeks at a time uh, at the St. Vincent Indianapolis Stress Center. When Barnett claims that she tried to drag her onto an electric fence during a 2012 birthday outing, Natalia was placed long-term at a state-run psychiatric unit because she allegedly posed a risk to others. It was during treatment that Barnett insists that Natalia confessed to being far older than she appeared. Uh, she presented the Daily Mail with a trove of paperwork that appears to confirm her version of the events and that healthcare professionals shared her grave concerns. One clinical therapist in January 2012 said Natalia claimed to them that she was 18. Then, at Lori Center Hospital in Indianapolis in June 2012, staff said that she described how she had tried to kill family members and had no remorse about it. With Natalia going as far as describing it as fun to the staff. I wonder if she knows how old she is. I don't know. Most revealing of all is perhaps a letter from Barnett's primary care physician, Andrew McLaren, dated March 2012, in which he says Natalia's 2003 birth date was clearly inaccurate and that Natalia, Natalia had made a career out of pretending to be a young child. He said Natalia fooled him, her parents, and other physicians. It was also in 2012 that police first began asking questions, although correspondence reviewed by the Daily Mail suggests that they were trying to establish whether an immigration fraud took place before the Barnetts had any involvement with Natalia. Uh, a guy named uh, Detective Scott Klaus of the Westfield City Police Department told them via email that he had referred the case to the FBI and ICE because uh, he suspected there was false age reporting prior to or leaving Ukraine. Uh, Klaus died of cancer four years ago. But Captain James Lilly, a former colleague, said that while he vaguely remembered the case, he did not think the FBI pursued it any further. So in June of 2012, the Barnett successfully applied to a Superior Court in Indianapolis, Indiana, to have Natalia's age corrected so she could receive the appropriate psychiatric treatment for an adult. This goes on and on, oh man. My God. Yeah. In documents, uh, Judge Gerald Zori accepted the couple's allegations were true and revised uh, Natalia's date of birth to September 4th, 1989. So at this moment, the the judge, a judge, by what we're hearing, and this is just the information from this story, had confirmed she was much older than originally indicated. And we confirmed she was 22. (laughs) At this stage, Barnett points out Natalia was considered an adult by the state of Indiana and was legally responsible for herself. Even so, Barnett says that she and her husband rented an apartment for Natalia when she was discharged from secure psychiatric care in August of that year, 2012, and placed under the supervision of a state health care provider. Uh, they further helped her get a social security number, apply for benefits, food stamps, and an ID. When Natalia caused problems at the property and was evicted, they stepped in again to prevent her from being homeless, renting a new apartment for her in uh, Lafayette. So 
they, they, apparently they've read it a few places for her, even though they know she's an adult. You read the article more thoroughly than did I, Preston, but does it appear that there is a paper trail that verifies all this? Well, that's what the, the Daily Mail looked at it and said that there appears to be paperwork that confirms this. Yes. Right. So Barnett said she was communicating daily with Natalia and even came up with a plan for Natalia to enroll in college to get her high school diploma uh, and study cosmology. Dear God. Cosmetology. Sorry. So she wanted to go into space. No, cosmetology. Okay. Sorry. Uh, she said, I said, I've been taking care of you here as an adult. I will do one more year of financial aid, the exact same thing I'm doing for all my children. I co-signed the lease and paid for the rent up front for a year. I did everything that you would do. When you send your child off to college, I helped her with groceries and brought uh, bought furniture at Target for her. I was optimistic. She had a concrete plan for her life. She had food stamps. She was Social Security income. Uh, for the rest of her things, she had demonstrated that she was able to live. Well, by 2013, Barnett had published a memoir about her son, Jacob, the one who yes. has autism. Who is a genius. He's now 21. It's called The Spark, a mother story of nurturing genius and autism. <clears throat> Excuse me. That same year, they moved to Canada... So Jacob could attend the Perimeter Institute for Theoretical Physics, uh, leaving Natalia behind at her rented apartment. By then, however, Barnett says that Natalia had vanished and stopped returning her calls. Barnett says that she feared Natalia had stopped taking her medication and was probably posing as a child again for another unsuspecting family, maybe doing it again. (laughs) And an orphan, this gal, had done it a couple of times. Yes, she she had a long history of doing it. Yeah. Uh, I found a little pink dress in her closet and a little pink bicycle parked beside the house, she said. I would have forced her back into treatment, but I couldn't do that any longer because she was an adult. Uh, she discontinued communication with me. What I did get le- it was a letter in the mail stating that she had changed Michael from the beneficiary of her Social Security income to someone else. So the last time we spoke on the phone, she told me she was cooking spaghetti for her new family. Yeah, boy. I did not abandon anyone. I went to Canada to further my son's education. These accusations are absolutely devastating. So some police, the sheriff's department in uh, uh, Tippecanoe yes. uh, County. Good old Tippecanoe. Uh, presents a very different version of events. Now, a September 11th affidavit of probable, co- probable cause states that an expert at the Peyton Manning Children's Hospital named Dr. Riggs carried out bone density tests on Natalia in June 2010 and it concluded she was aged about eight years old. A further skeletal How test could that be? carried out two years later in the same facility concludes she was around 11 years old. Uh, the affidavit reveals that it was Natalia herself who told police in 2014 that she had been left alone when her adoptive parents moved to Canada with cops concluding that she was a reliable and credible witness. It does not explain, however, why detectives waited five years to put the allegations to Michael Barnett, who divorced Christine in 2014, remarried, and has settled back to Indiana. Um, so they say it's a different story, but she says that this is not it at all. And she's been cooperative. The mom. Yeah. The whole time. This is wild. This is insane. Is there a resolution? It it says the document says that when an officer spoke with Michael on September 5th, he admitted that he knew all along that Natalia was a minor child when she was allegedly abandoned. Yeah. So the husband says she was a minor Furthermore, the affidavit adds Michael Barnett admitted Christine Barnett told Natalia to tell others Natalia looks young but was actually 22. However, uh, his attorney denied that his client made any such admission of guilt. So the the attorney is saying that's not true. The police are saying one thing. They and their attorneys are saying another thing. They had a judge, right, sign off on this. And that's why I brought 
that up when you were mentioning it initially. There was enough to convince a judge that she was older than she said she was. It says here, by the way, that the police had visited him and he spoke to them without an attorney and they took statements out of context. And that's why they believe that she was underage. I'm trying to figure out the angle on this. Were the parents, was this a con for the parents as well? Were they making money off of this somehow? This no. doesn't appear at all. And, it would have um, been out money. Right. right. So, so in other words, yeah. And if, if there is a paper trail, that's why uh, I asked. I read about half of the story just on that alone. I said, well, let me get, get this to Preston. Um, the... Uh, it, there is a there seems to be this paper trail of right. purchased items and goods and all the stuff that they say and, and, and apartments and all that stuff that it, it looks like they were doing all this. Um, so yeah, it, uh, we have a clip from the movie Orphan. Uh, if you yeah. want to play that quickly, yeah. where the the um, the doctor reveals that uh, this girl in the movie Orphan is much older than she. The little girl in the picture is not really a little girl. She's a grown woman. What are you talking about? The picture that I sent you is of our adopted daughter, and she's nine years old. No, she's not. She has a rare hormone disorder. It's called hypopituitarism. It causes proportional dwarfism. She only looks like a child. According to our records, Lena Klammer was born in 1976. She's 33 years old. Oh, it's a messed up movie, man. <laughs> it is. Wow. And it, it came out in 2009, and some people are texting in saying that a lot of this happened, this story that you're reading, Preston, in 2010, 2011, 2012. So yeah, right after that. I'm wondering if they were inspired the, by this. The kid got was the, the kid yeah. inspired or was the were the parents? Oh but it is a morass of freaky. Mm-hmm. Especially since, uh, again, th- so the mother's been very cooperative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But We're, it seems like the father hasn't been completely honest the whole time. Or Because he knew. Or, no, 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 no. The, the police are saying that he, the police are saying that. And then his lawyer saying, no, they came over and talked to him without a lawyer present. Oh. And they took things out of context that he never admitted that. So, uh, dude, that's, it's one <sighs> of the strangest stories I've ever read because it's so close to that movie. It's like it is the movie, basically. And now in the movie, well, I'll let you watch it. It's a good Halloween movie to watch. If you want. <laughs> it actually, yeah, it is a really good one. Um, there was more to the story. I didn't even go to the last few pages because it got so damn long we had to start the show. Yeah. But I can get to, because apparently there's another couple involved. Hang on. I got, I, now I have to, I threw the... The last couple of pages of the, this is where uh, the Kardashians come. This is yeah, finally yeah. Kim weighs in on the whole thing. Yeah, like Alder. Yes. Yeah, so, in fact, she she broke the story, Steve. Now you look like a bear. She figured. <laughs> that's the yeah. That's the girl. Yeah, you look like a bear, a big stupid bear with huge lips, big lip bear. Um, let me see if I can find this this because now and now I want oh, that know. heart, I that want... heart, little dwarf woman. <laughs> Yeah, I'll deal with it, Bear. I want to find out more about this. Um, oh, man. I mean, there's got to be some sort of resolution. It's 2019. The story just hit the paper t- today. Yeah, if yeah. you see it, it was like the, the news services were picking up on it. It was mm-hmm. on the... Uh, and uh... <laughs> Well, the charges just hit against the, the the parents. Now, they would have to have... There's got to be, again, if there's a legitimate paper trail that shows all of this stuff, all of these efforts on her behalf... You know, um, there, there's just too much here. It, you know, I don't know. So, uh, all right. In this case, there seems to be so much specificity to the to how they were dealing with this girl. I mean, you certainly you could create a complex story, but in in my mind, 
Do you know what I'm saying? There seems to be too many steps hey. that indicate there's some there's right. something there there. Listen to this. So here's more. As All for right. Natalia, neither the Barnett's or attorneys nor seemingly anyone else involved in this baffling case appears to know her whereabouts. Oh, she's gone. And despite the possibility that she's now 30 years old, Natalia's full court records will remain sealed until the court decides otherwise because adoption cases are treated as confidential. She last saw her adoptive father when, uh, wait, I'm sorry, she last saw her adoptive father was when the final chapter in their painful, confusing relationship played out in court in 2016. Uh, There, a couple named Antoine and Cynthia Manis. Uh, or man's, unexpectedly applied to become Natalia's guardians, which meant proving she was a minor and restoring her original birth date. The Barnetts filed an objection, claiming that Natalia was an adult. Records, they were trying to save them. Yeah, records are not uh, publicly available, but uh, the Daily Mail established that a judge ordered a fresh hearing to establish Natalia's age, with Michael Barnett and a number of experts giving evidence. Natalia was living on her own, and a couple wanted to become her guardians. <laughs> Uh, thinking she was still a child, the couple turned to uh, tried to overturn the 2012 result. Explained Michael's uh, attorney. Uh, this, Act up this time. Okay, this is the last uh, last paragraph here. This time, the hearing was even more in depth. Not only did the judge look at medical reports and other documents, but witnesses came before the court to explain why they were certain Natalia had been 22. The judge upheld the original results, and the couple dropped the guardianship petition. So that other couple that wanted to get the guardianship dropped that. Because most, he determined she was an adult. Yeah, the most disturbing thing about this uh, this is Michael told me the police investigator who is heading the latest allegations against them was actually present. Uh, I don't even know who that is saying that. Um, uh, One the, of the Kardashians. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chief Deputy Prosecutor said, pursuant to Rule Number Three Point Six and Rule Point Three Point Eight. Uh, a prosecutor is prohibited from making extrajudicial or out-of-court statements, including public comments, which would have a prejudicial impact on the case, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, you, you, could, you could say, I can't wait till they make a movie of this, but they did. Yeah. With Christine and Michael Barnett both um, proclaiming their innocence, it's a question that will likely not go away. She said, I've been cooperative the whole time. I've been truthful with people the whole time. Uh, I'm being charged by the state of Indiana for crimes against a child when the state of Indiana has determined multiple times Natalia was an adult. Uh, and from day one, this was a mission of love. But when you bring a child into your home, you expect them to be a child. To be accused of this is unconscionable to me. It's just horrifying. So she surrendered to authorities uh, last Thursday, was released after posting bond. Her ex-husband, Michael, surrendered uh, as well on the 18th and was released. And uh, he is due to appear at a hearing on uh, today, actually. And they don't know where she is, where Natalia is. Yeah. What the Dude. hell? What is happening here? This is 10 levels of weird. Yeah. Uh, all the way around. Wow. Somebody texted in saying that they, she should do the uh, dwarf versus midget wrestling. At- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Magios. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. I, yeah, I, it's insane. You know, I, what uh, do you say? I, I, you know, I, yeah. I bet you. I listen. If this is an elaborate process to get people to watch the movie Orphan, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, watch that. That'll give you an idea of what was going on, or at least what they say was going on here. My kids play video games too much. That's yeah. the big drama in our house. <laughs> right. right. You know? Not that they're uh, you. They're from the Ukraine or Ukraine wow. and uh, fifty years old. Wow. 
Uh, I just, I've never, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. And it just, it was so, it went on and on and on. And I'm thinking, at some point, I'm going to stop here yeah. and have enough of a story to <laughs> yeah. pass along for you to it get just the kept gist going. of it. But there was way too much, and it had to, yeah, you had to parse it all out. So in uh, <sighs> Orphan, the Orphan, either it's Ukraine or the Orphan, um, <laughs> she uh, sedu- or attempts to seduce the father. Really? So, uh, and Whoa. at this point, she's caused the injury of the mother who's in the hospital. So in the clip we played, the mother is drugged up and gets this call. So the deaf daughter's in her room knowing that the lunatic in a little girl that they've adopted is now an adult woman. So she takes off. She takes out like a, a fake uh, a teeth thing or like a, that makes her teeth look normal or, and takes off this restri- this um, very tight so we're watching the scene right now where she's removing everything that shows she's much older I I've seen the end of the movie yeah I've seen parts of the beginning of the movie but the whole concept of it was so twisted to me that I'm like yeah. I don't think yeah. I want to watch right, this right, right. but this is happening in real life apparently you aren't, may want to watch it now yeah, now gu- I want to see the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. aren't you guys uh I don't know if impressed is the white word but the long con amazes me sometimes people that are able oh, to yeah. come up with an idea to trick other people out of money or time or whatever and and then do the, it for years and years the meticulous yeah. nature of these things they and by the way they always make for incredible movies yeah. and stories. I, I never yeah. did watch that series and i and I, I wanted to but it was so disturbing too of the mother that pretended that her daughter had all the sicknesses and oh, she yeah. ended up killing the mom and that was just nuts, yeah. man. They were both in on it together. Yeah, so Patricia Arquette won the award for it yeah. at, the, at the Emmys. I want to watch the series. Yeah. And uh, uh, Hunter King or whatever her name is plays the, the, the girl. But it's supposed to be incredibly compelling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Nick, did you read that article? A couple, it was. I think it came out in the summer about that uh, Harvard Law professor who was duped into this relationship with this girl. I don't who think so. Just, I mean, and... It just levels and levels and levels and, like, bilked him out of all of his money, somehow came in and got his house. Um, and she had apparently been doing this to people all over the place. Yeah. But here's I've, a guy I've, who was, like, Harvard-educated. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. fell for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I've seen some stories of, of not only just one person, but, like, families that will participate in that type of thing. And they'll con people out of they'll, – they'll get into a relationship with somebody and – and play it off as if it's a real; these are real emotions, and they're uh-huh. and meanwhile they're 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 just bleeding them slowly for things that make sense at the time, and then bang, they Boom. turn around and disappear. We're drawn to things like this, though, and on that level, and then on the other level, the completely sociopathic level, uh, the bad seed, uh, the little which was remade into the little girl who lives down the lane with Jodie mm-hmm. Foster. Uh, and uh, the, the the good son, right? Wasn't that with uh, Macaulay yeah, Culkin? Macaulay yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Hey, there's a... Uh, all right, I'll, I'll tell a family secret here. Right. Within my family Are somewhere... Are you uh, a six-year-old girl? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> You've been because lying together. to us. For 21 my years. Name is Pre- is, my name is Darla Elliott. <laughs> Within my family somewhere, and these people that this this person has... We, we've disassociated ourselves completely. I don't even know where this person is, but they're in my family it's believed that she and another person took on this elderly person and became their caretakers, took advantage of them, lied to them, took their money. Built them uh, for all their money. And just, uh, but but the whole time treated, you know, gained their trust to sign over the conservatorship and all that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. 
And I'm like, yeah, I, I was told this just a couple of years ago, and I'm like, to we, where I even heard maybe they were trying to off her, uh, I was just like, that's crazy. That's mm, mm. It's just, we have something like that in our family, you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was a, a widow, and uh, it, it wasn't, you know, I wouldn't consider him elderly, but... Were you uh, able to gain her trust, Kathy? <laughs> no, it is, his <laughs> wife died, and oh. this woman swooped in, and she has taken everything from oh. uh, the kids. The, the, the mother left um, all of her things to, obviously, it goes directly to the husband, and then when the husband passes away, it gets um, divided between the kids. But what this woman has done... Blocked the family, Has right? blocked the family yeah. and has been able to have him redo his will so now it yep. all goes to her all so this, all of my oh my aunt's god money yeah. is now going to uh this new wife and not oh. her kids and she had specifically you know put out that she wanted uh some of the money to go towards when her youngest was getting married which is happening now and this woman has basically wiped her hands and said nope yeah. you're not getting any of it that's kind of what i heard happen only it was a member of my family doing the dirty part of it which is evil yeah right uh, yes, on so many levels where they get power of attorney, they get someone who's semi-lucid or uh, who, you know, well, look at this. That, that actually was one of the accusations that was leveled against the, the wife of uh, Casey Kasem. Right. Yeah. right, the kids. right. Yeah. All of this stuff. When someone starts to fall into ill health and their faculties aren't all they could be. Yeah. Someone who's kind of, who is naturally a predatory monster and charismatic. Right. Right. Can turn that can on do that and tell you the things you want to hear. Exactly. Whew. Well, this is I. We're going to find out what happens with this. So this guy is supposed to be in court today, today. Mm-hmm. and hopefully there will be an update on that. But I've never heard anything quite like that, other than in movies. I thought it was a movie. Wow. Okay. God, I need a drink after that. <laughs> Let's give you a Maggio's restaurant and bar gift card for fifty dollars. So you probably need a cocktail after that one too. <laughs> So we'll take uh, caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Maggio's isn't just the best food in Bucks County, but they also have an elegant ballroom with seating for up to 300 people for any special occasion, such as weddings, uh, bar bat mitzvahs, showers, and more. Mitzvahs, I should say. Uh, Caller 18, 215-263-WMMR. Call now because they brought great stuff here, man. Chicken marsala, penne vodka, meatballs, tossed salad. Bread. Yeah, and loads of bread. We're going to break. We'll be back in a second. Uh, We'll lighten it up a bit when we return, I think. So stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I got a text from a guy named Chuck Moss. It's his 60th birthday today, and he wants to point out it's the same birthday as Gritty's birthday. Today is Gritty's birthday. We were looking at the uh, uh, Instagram account, and uh, one year old today, I guess, right? Yeah. That's when we first heard of him a year ago. What a debacle at the beginning and international success. Immediately immediately we saw that first picture. We're like, no! (laughs) That thing looks horrible. And then we jumped on it. And then you meet him. Yeah. And that's when you find out Gritty's pretty freaking awesome. So happy yeah. birthday, Gritty. Enjoy. Have some grits hmm. on your Gritty oh, day. Oh, I love grits. Grits are yummy. Oh. You know what? Let's stick with food. Ooh. It's oh. connoisseur time. We need, oh. to, we need to cleanse the palate. It's time for the connoisseur. We talked about sociopathic midgets. And now it's time to talk about something a little more pleasant. Food. We all love food. Food. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with this. Uh, interesting story. I think Marissa sent this to me. Pizza Hut announced a limited time menu item uh, that is very, very interesting. It is called the Stuffed Cheez-It Pizza. It is not so much a pizza as it is squares of Cheez-It goodness stuffed with actual cheese. 
and they look and smell. I don't know about the smell, but I've seen the picture. But according to this article, they smell exactly like the cheesy cracker that you and I know and love. So if you guys can find a picture of this, I would like the guys to see this because it looks oh like a cheese it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's neat. And the taste apparently matches it up. Delish editors were able to taste the new menu item ahead of the launch, and they said the taste matches up. The squares are made with a specially formulated pizza dough baked with the same cheesy dust used in Cheez-Its, and you can order them with uh, cheese or cheese and pepperoni on the inside. And each square has ridges around the edge and an indentation in the middle, just like the Cheez-It crackers. And, um, and I, I, I would love to try this. Yeah, I, I you know, we, we have a picture in the studio of it, and, you know, judging by the picture, it looks huge. I, I just don't know, no. scalable size-wise, how big it actually is. Like, uh, each see if, you can find, see if you can find a picture of it in someone's hand. Yeah. It's right there, Casey, it's being served on a stamp. Uh, no, it's uh, it looks like about the size of a sandwich. Okay, you know something like that. I'm down with that. I believe so. There's, there's I, like, know, I don't like this limited time stuff. Yeah. If well, you, well, I'm, they try them out, and if if they take off, then then it sticks. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so apparently, um, it's a little bit salty, and it comes with a side of marinara to dip them in if you want. Do you uh, like Do you like cheesy uh, like cheesy breads and things of that nature? Oh yeah, yes. All right, All right so. Huh. Cheese garlic bread, one of my favorite things. The couch tomato has, incre- like, m- my wife was uh, was reticent, and I, again, they don't pay me. I'm not, blah, blah, blah. but they, they should. They, yeah, they should. <laughs> you do it enough. Yeah, the, their 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 cheesy bread is sensational. Right. So it looks smaller, actually, Casey. I was incorrect. It's, it's a little it's bit about the size of a half sandwich. Yeah, it's a little bit thinner than like an uncrustable. Okay, maybe a little bit smaller, um, but and then you can eat more. So it's uh, all good. So the uh, you can order the stuffed cheese cheese at pizza at Pizza Hut locations uh, for six dollars and forty nine cents right now, uh, starting on the twenty fourth, which is today. Today, uh, the bites will be added to Pizza Hut's five dollars and up lineup, and will cost six dollars when you buy two or more items from that menu. Oh, I want to try it. Yeah. Well, hang on here. We have a caller uh, who wants to comment on it. Hi, Jay. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, bud? Um. Dave Portnoy from uh, Bleacher Report, he goes out to pizzerias and he tries all these pizzas. Barstool, Barstool, about, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he must have did about 400 reviews, and he did the uh, Cheez-It pizza and said it was terrible. He said it was, like, pretty much just a sauce and on, the, like, a cracker. So well, he said it was, like, you know, for kids. Yeah, they do a lot of pizza reviews on Barstool. He goes to uh, pizza restaurants really around the country, mom-and-pop type places, but he'll do big chains as well. Okay. Yeah. So, and he so he gave thumbs down on it. I don't know. It's it's pretty. It looks pretty good to me. But I, I don't know. You know. I bet you it's better than. Um, Thanks, man. That uh, it's not. The, well, then that review. I, these things go through so much R and D. They're not going to put something out that's like horrendous. When was the last time you went and had something? And you don't have to mention the the brand, but so that you had something that was you thought was going to be awesome and was horrendous. The stuff is usually oh. even you know at its worst is passable. Because you're right, they yeah. do put it through a, you know, they they try to ch- check it with as many people as possible before they release it. Right. I mean, that's why, like, you know, some of these chain pizza places, it may not. You know, listen, I I always prefer a, a mom and pop over, you know. But let's say I'm going somewhere. Let's yeah. say I'm in Kanab, Utah. You know where. Uh, where pizza was invented. Well, pizza was not invented, oh. and I don't necessarily trust it. Like, yeah, man, maybe I'll go get a Domino's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, but I'm trying to think of something that I absolutely... That you were looking forward to and it sucked? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. But I remember looking forward to the Dorito oh. Loco uh, Taco, you, and that was amazing. You guys will, will get this, because we used to go, when we were at uh, uh, Y100 in Media, there was a place called On a Roll. Oh, it's still there. Right. So, uh, and we love the food there. Yeah. So I thought there was, you know, up in New York, there was a place, and I thought, <laughs> oh, this was going to, this is like On a Roll. This is a cha- it's like a chain now. And I went, and uh, I pressed, and I ordered a cheeseburger. Oh, oh, we don't have cheeseburgers. <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm like what? And I and I, was, I had this high expectation of this great food, and it was horrible, yeah. and it was not even associated with them. And then so eventually, I burned it down. Oh, that's probably I right. had that's to arson. You don't want yeah, to do that. No, that's wrong. I know every man's got his limit. <laughs> don't push me. All right, uh, let me find something else oh. uh, here. This because there's plenty of more from the connoisseur. Good food stories here. It will it be fast food or fancy food? Schnitzel. Schnitzel. Yeah. Do you uh, like schnitzel? Uh, it's not bad. It's uh, you know, it, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's not great, but yum. Yeah, it, yeah. it'll do it. Is uh, that what uh, Christoph Waltz is eating during uh, Inglorious Bastards? No, that's strudel. Okay, because I love his schnitzel. Is very sweet. Do you know what schnitzel is? Is it no? Is it a baked good? Is it a salty baked good? It's pork. Oh, then no. It's fried pork. Okay. Uh, essentially, it's like a fried pork tenderloin, so it's not. Uh, it's not anything like a. Schnitzel. I don't like it much. Yeah. You don't like schnitzel? Nah, I'm not a big. Sh- I'm not a big schnitzel. I mean, guy. I mean, I like it. It's it's good enough. So anyhow, Schnitzel Fest uh, event in Bavaria, Germany, uh, apparently used 400 pork chops, 4,000 eggs, 551 pounds of breadcrumbs to create a giant schnitzel. Uh, and the resulting schnitzel is 2,663 pounds. Wow. People and... must have been schnitting for weeks after. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, dude. You knew it was coming. I just took a hairy schnitt. Uh, <laughs> 753.5 square feet is how big it is. Wow. I've actually, I've had schnitzel in Germany, in Munich. We were, we were having dinner, and I'm like, how can I not... Have schnitzel. If you're going to have schnitzel, you have it there. So what did you think? It's it's good. It's not okay. great. It's, it's, it's not rocking it's, your world. No, it's good. I'd, I'd order it. I've had it at other places as well, too. Um, it's funny when you have something that you think is authentic, and then you later do have the authentic version of something, yeah. and your opinion of it changes 180%, mm-hmm. 180 degrees, I should say. Uh, organizers say it took nearly 3,700 gallons of oil to fry. Uh, a Guinness World Record adjudicator, how do you say that word? Adjud- adjudicator? Adjudicator, thank you. Was on hand to verify the schnitzel's measurements. They called me to schnitthead. And, <laughs> and certify that it broke the previous record of 1,212 pounds, so it, it blew that record away. Uh, and it was then split up into 4,800 portions and sold to attendees at the festival. Yes, we put it on a conveyor belt and it comes right out to Schnitthorn. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Do more. So it's just a pork chop, basically? Yeah, I don't know if it's it's the... It might be the tenderloin case. I'm not 100% sure what part of the pig it is. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like a fried pork chop or a fried uh, tenderloin. Yeah, I never really care for pork chops. 
Oh man, I I yeah. do love. Pork. I know, and people like my father loves them, and uh, I like them only if they are incinerated to the oh, point. No, 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 of, no, 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 no. That's the only way I can. You eat You got to get them juicy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and that's probably why you you don't really care for a case because you haven't had a good juicy thick cut oh, pork chop. All right. So when I was in the Grand Canyon, I did that that uh, rafting trip through the Grand Canyon, and we ate well, really, like that the whole time. And I want to say like night five, we had pork chops. And they were damn good. They were. Uh, that Why didn't was, you visit the Schnitzel mines? Well, I, because I didn't know where they were, Steve. <laughs> I was in the Grand Canyon, man. Um, but uh, th- when my mom made them, she made them with shake and bake, and I love shake and bake. And I have, and yeah. I have. But I would just eat all the shake and bake off of the pork chop, and then leave the meat on the plate. So you're really not eating the Schnitzel then at that point? <laughs> no, no, nope. nope. just eating the uh, the residue on the Schnitzel. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, they made the biggest one in the world. <laughs> what uh, cartoon has a character named Schnitzel? That was Chowder. Chowder. That's yeah. it. And okay. Schnitzel would only say rattle, rattle. <laughs> he never said anything other than that. Rattle, rattle. Uh, I was looking for that, and I came across something that says uh, Schnitt in the bathtub. So I'm going to go ahead. That. Let's I, hear what that I is. I don't know what that okay. is. But. Oh, no. Someone decided to take a shit in the bathtub. Not no. again. You know what that what was from? What is that from? That OxyClean uh, parody. <laughs> remember? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. Oh, that's... my God. That was funny. Uh-huh. That was very funny. That was. <laughs> Where they, they add the dialogue. Just take yeah. this effing thing right over here and rip this. Oh, look at that. Someone schnit oh, in the yeah. bathtub. Oh, no. Someone decided to take a shit in the bathtub. Not again. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I'm writing that down All right. because I'm going to go watch that later on. That is hilarious. OxyClean parody. Hang on a second. Because they did a whole series of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what else? Now that we discuss schnitzel, it's time to talk about other food. The connoisseur. Uh, how about this? Uh, Kellogg's has announced vegan beef jerky. It's not beef jerky. That it calls leaf jerky. Okay. Yes, <laughs> leaf jerky is perfect. Oh, that's fine. It appears to come in two flavors. Cracked pepper and herb and Korean barbecue. Huh. According to its ingredients uh, list, it's mostly made of soy. And beef. Uh, for now, it's only available <laughs> at trade shows, but we'll be launching in test markets later this year and will become more widely available at 2020. Will you know, it be any cheaper than jerky? Because that stuff is the most expensive pound-for-pound pound food on the planet. Is it really? Oh, oh it's dude. awful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you buy a, a bag at the grocery store, and it's like 7 bucks, and you get eight pieces of jerky in there. Right. And my son loves it. So I, do, I love it, too. No, no, no. But, like, I'm, oh, I, you know... I can't go to Wawa and just get them something that costs a buck. Yeah. I got to get you them the Jack Links. Like this is leaf jerky. My son eats these things. I think they're gross, um, but we get it from the international market, which you can find all kinds of weird stuff to eat there. <laughs> uh, but it's they're they're basically they're sheets of seaweed. Oh my god, Jace eats them seriously, yeah. and he loves them. Ooh, they're disgusting. Thank really? you. <laughs> they're awful. They smell awful. They smell terrible. <laughs> Smells like they smell like fish. Smell like fish. Yes. They're like fish food. Yes. <laughs> like that Terra, whatever really? that crap was. Yep. Did sm- yes. Like the, the flaky did... stuff you feed the fish? Exactly. Kind wow. of. It comes in like a small like rectangle, but yep. it, it kind of, it will break apart. You'll see the flakes. He the Carter devours them. When, when we go to Whole Foods, I, I tell him he can get a, um, you know, he, he can get a treat. And sometimes he'll pick that. Is wow. it positioned as a as a vegetable counterpart to another no, food? No, it's just a snack. It's, oh. a, it's an Asian seaweed uh, snack. snack. Do you know it's pretty good? Schnatzel. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the vegetarian alternative. It's, sh- schnatzel. It's not schnitzel. It's not schnitzel. It's, it's not schnitzel. 
<laughs> I will say, though, that being a vegetarian or vegan these days is way better than I, I was a vegetarian for a hot minute in my 20s. And there was like really nothing. To eat. nothing I mean, I was eating Boca burgers it, and it, like 360 brand stuff. And you it know. is a wonderful time for this because yeah. there's so much stuff that tastes really, well, really good. Guess who wants to chime in? <laughs> No, Casey, I thought the same thing. Like, I feel bad for Garden Burger because they've been around for so long, mm-hmm. but now Beyond and Impossible are, like, stealing all the headlines. And I'm like, these guys have been around for 20 years. Yeah. But yeah. listen, the, I, I'm fine with, like, I, I do like, a, like, a, a good black bean burger and a garden. I just don't think of it as a, hey, this is going to taste like a hamburger. Yeah. Uh, but I do like those burgers. I have never had a good black bean burger. I've, I've tried. I have. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, so I can recommend a place. Just a little, is it Hip City Veg? Well, you're always going to get good stuff there. But not, there's another place. I'll say it off air. So no, say it off air. So we don't think, you're going to get a ton of emails now. Now, asking yeah. for where this okay, great yeah. black bean burger is. So you Somebody might wanna... texted in and said, Kathy, because we found the, the item here. The What does it say? Uh, uh, Gim me organic uh, seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> roasted, roasted seaweed. People are saying it's the same thing that you make sushi from. It is not. It's not the exact same thing. It's not just seaweed, though. It's roasted and it's flavored. Yeah. And it's all this stuff. And somebody called flavors. me a philistine for saying. <laughs> what does that mean? For <laughs> saying that, an ignorant person. Oh, okay. <laughs> philistine. You're a philistine. Hang on, Marissa. Well, I got a question. So with this vegan jerky, does it belong in the same aisle as the meat jerky or should it have of its own not. spot? No. no, no, the vegans don't want it anywhere near the meat. They don't want to look at dead animals as well, they're getting their food. Well, so it's some at the supermarket. It's right next to the regular jerky. A Is lot it? of uh, yeah. sometimes they wow. will. It depends on the vibe of the supermarket. They'll space them out in deference to uh, that. But a lot of times they'll put them right next to them. So that people say, oh, here's an option I didn't know existed. Yeah. yeah I can eat seaweed. Yay. The, the supermarket <laughs> tries to put things in the right spot, and they don't always get it right. They don't know. No, uh, the true. Q, they have the Q-tips in the, in the baby section. Like, babies aren't... Not at Target. In, not, oh, really? Mm-hmm. No. In the Q-tip section? They would in the adult section. <laughs> Where would you put them if they were not in the baby section? Where should they go? With, I, the, with the liquor. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you, No, Steve. they're with, like, yeah. the, the cotton balls and, um, I, well, at least at... So at the pharmacy. Yeah, my yeah. target. It's like the Cotton end of penises. It's at the end of the pharmacy, at the end of all of like the shaving cream, razors, things like that. Right. Yeah. The the um, what you call it? Uh, the 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 hygiene. Personal hygiene. Yeah. Personal yeah. Hygiene That's section. where it should be. Um. Okay. What else here, folks? More for the connoisseur. Talking food. Talking food. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing gum and talking food. How about uh this one? Um, peanut butter. Peanut yes. butter. <laughs> Peanut butter uh, sales have uh, slumped about 4%. What in, is that based on, you think? unit sales last year compared to a few years prior. So um, this is a trend that is steadily increasing, and apparently allergies are one reason why. Yeah, I, thought because they were, I thought they were making inroads in... Um, Helping kids adapt to their peanut allergies. They are. It's, it's not eliminating only, peanuts. Yeah, they're eliminating. Yeah, but the, the problem, Steve, isn't just the kids with allergies. It's now their friends because they have separate allergy peanut allergy tables, right? So, right. so my daughter, one of my daughter's best friends, is allergic to a lot of things, and, and and peanuts are one of them. And so she, even though she likes peanut butter and jelly, she won't. You know, bring them well, a lot of what classes, I was talking about was, a lot of classes you can't. Was yeah. the, like just in general with they're introducing, they're introducing the, peanuts. the peanuts into the diet. Mm-hmm. I did I did read that as well. I think right. we talked about it briefly. We did. I don't yeah. know how well that's going or not, but they're basically introducing peanuts into well, the diet of the kids who have you, 
peanut allergies. You have to be careful. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to do I it. I think it's done by a doctor. With a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't just say... Let's secretly add some peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. Today. We have just put some peanuts in your cake. Yeah. <gasps> um, but another reason shoppers uh, can choose from many more alternatives these days, like almond butter, cashew butter, um, Nutella, and things like that can be used as a spread instead. Did you say Nutella? I did say Nutella. I love Nutella. Uh, which means the competition is getting pretty fierce. Yeah. I feel oh, like the kids uh, know the difference, though. You know, like, since Jace has had regular... For years, I gave him the, you know, just the crushed peanut. Mm. And he liked it. He loved his peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But then when he had some of the other brands, now he's like, I don't like that peanut butter. Uh, Get me that. So. Yeah, yeah, because it's loaded with yeah. sugar. Yeah. He used to eat almond butter, too, now. Uh, or not almond butter. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and now he's like, no, thanks. I, I like almond butter. Rochelle brought home some, like, it was like a... Um, um, uh, like an espresso almond butter. Ooh. It was really good. Yeah. Loved it. How was that? The, did you try that peanut butter I got you for your birthday? Yes, it was yeah. great. Isn't that good? Yeah. They Who? also make, and um, there's other uh, p- uh, places that make this, uh, cookie dough peanut butter. Okay, so who brought in that? Remember, we had all those different flavors. And yeah, that was good too. That was sensational. That's where I got it. That's the same uh, place. What's, Kate, what's the name of the place? Kate May Peanut Butter Company. Kickbacks. <laughs> I, I pay full price for that. Let stuff. them line up with Floral and the Hardy and <laughs> Couch Tomato. Couch Tomato. Guppies. We should just make a list. Listen. <laughs> We're just doing this for we're just living life. Money on Free the things. side. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all it's about. Yeah, it all. Just a little extra yeah. income. Yeah. Get off our backs. Come yeah, on. Is that, that's not illegal. <laughs> no. no. We actually go to the goddamn places. Uh, occasionally we and go I to pay stores. for it. All right. So, uh, so peanut butter is on the decline. Uh, might be because of allergies and because there's more options out there. All right. Yeah, how about something else? Last one. Last oh, one from the connoisseur. Right, Check, I'm, please. <laughs> make it a good one here. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's go with... Uh, yeah, we'll go with this one. IHOP has announced that its Halloween menu this year will be Adam's Family themed. Well, in uh, uh, is there a movie coming out? Support there of the is. movie, yes. In fact, it's oh, um, there is. Yeah, I just thought it was in support of Halloween. No, it's the animated movie, which is actually done in the art style of Charles Adams. Okay, uh, that's right. That's right. They're going to go a little bit more towards the um, the original. Yep. Uh, comics or whatever you want to call them. Do you know the, Devin I think the original cartoon of the Adams family the comic strip they didn't have they weren't really named um, oh I don't know yeah I I, um, huh. I think that's the I heard okay. that recently I'm not sure if that's true but uh, so they're gonna have uh, Wednesday's web cakes mm. uh, classic pancakes topped with uh, cupcake spider webs <laughs> icing webbed with Hershey's chocolate syrup and topped with uh, violet whipped creaming that sounds good Gomez's green chili omelet it doesn't sound so good. Marinated, oh, it sounds, I don't know, marinated pulled pork, jack and cheddar cheeses, fire roasted peppers and onion, green chili verde sauce topped with sour cream. All right. Sounds pretty good. Uncle Fester's chocolate ice cream, ice cream shake, which is chocolate shake with violet whipped topping. What is violet whipped topping? Is Vi- it oh, violet? it's red. It's red. Oh. So it's a red colored whipped sounds topping. Good. Okay. Uh, and Morticia's haunted hot chocolate. Toasted marshmallow hot chocolate topped with violet whipped topping and chocolate syrup. Are there Adam's Family action figures that you can get? Doesn't say that. Because that's cool. No, it just says that they're, you know, they're themed. I used to, any any of those, uh, you know, either IHOP or any other, uh, you know, Denny's or whatever it may be, when they would do a special... Movie tie-in? Or, or just, just a special um, yeah. uh, pancake. 
you know, like the silver dollar pancakes, the little ones or yeah. ones that were shaped like stuff. That I was a sucker for that as a kid. I love pancakes, and yet I still morally cannot bring myself to order them. When, and I do want to order them. You know, man, I've been promised you uh, my homemade pancakes for... And yet nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I got to bring my griddle I'll in. Get, I'll get schnitzel from you before I get pancakes. Yeah. By the way, I said violet is red. I'm an idiot. It's purple. The hell am I talking about? Well, the end is purple. No, it is. It is. <laughs> we red plus, plus blue. Uh, what's that? Red, red plus blue. Yeah, there that's you. where you're going. That's yeah. what I meant. You yeah. just broke it down. And, uh, so what's so special the about your pancakes? The end is purple. Your pancakes. I, well, I make them from scratch. Okay. I don't, I don't use a, a pre-made okay. mixer or anything like that. Nice. And. No heat? No, I, you have to use heat okay. to, yeah, if you want to cook them. A sushi pancake. Yeah. <laughs> Are these a recipe, family recipe? No, I kind of, I, I found it myself. I, I got a okay. seat. I got the secret from Piggies. Um, in, Ooh, in the Poconos? In the Poconos. Can you make them here for us one morning? Yeah, I have a griddle. Um, they, they, told told they gave yeah. up the secret? Well, they gave up uh, one of the secret ingredients, so that's why I don't want oh. to impart that. Um, but, I mean, honestly, it's like the best pancake I've ever had. Make them here for us yeah. if you wouldn't mind. Um, yeah, yeah, I should probably do that. All right. I yeah. can, we don't have a kitchen. Um, but I, I could just, you know. Pre- It'll be done by next March. I can pre-measure everything and then bring them in. Is that the secret ingredient? No. Okay. Is it love? Uh, well, yes. Yeah. But there's another secret ingredient. Are they thick and fluffy? They're, well, how can they be thick and fluffy? Uh, oh. I don't know. By the way, here, Nick pulled up the- Are they uh, creamy and runny? <laughs> the cast for the- um, They're creamy and hard. For the Adams Family movie. Uh, Catherine O'Hara is playing Grandma Frump. Yeah. Charlize Theron is Morticia. Finn Wolfhard is Pugsley. Who's that? Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, he was from Stranger uh, Things. Stranger Things. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is Wednesday. Okay. Uh, Oscar Isaac is Gomez. Uh, Uncle Fester is Nick Kroll. He does a lot. Uh, he does some great voices. That's great. Um, and Bette Midler is Grandma. I love. I forgot who was going to be it. I, they, they, I did hear that a while back. Oh, um, that's God. Who is it? Oh, it's, it's Anthony uh, Hopkins. No, 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 no. It's uh, it's Snoop Dogg. Is it? Oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's. I don't see it on the list here, but I thought I read somewhere that. Uh, yep, you're right. Yep, Snoop Dogg is the voice of uh, Cousin It. Be pretty cool. I love that series. Were you a fan of? Uh, loved it. So funny. Loved it. The, the, it the, holds up, by the way. It, it's uh, so. You know, it's got an evil, fun side to it that it, that I really loved. Loving family. Yeah. But just um, psychotic. Psychotic. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. That's all the connoisseur has for you. So uh, he's got to go. And yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person. <laughs> Santa's got to go. The connoisseur is talking about himself in the third person. Uh, let's. Which which one of these? What should I? I this? think we should do no this. All right, movie screening passes to see Joker. We are going to set you up next Tuesday at the UA Riverview Plaza, and it's the IMAX theater that uh, will have the screening. It'll be at seven thirty. So next Tuesday, two one five two six three WMMR. We will take five callers. Put you on our list. All right. If you want to go see Joker? Call now. It doesn't open until theater in theaters nationwide until Friday, October fourth. Two one five two six three WMMR. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Disturbed. Revivalists. Motionless and white. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Real quick, I want to do a shout out. We were talking about earlier this morning that the... uh 
the Frozen uh, trailer came out. So the Frozen trailer came out and the El Camino trailer came out on the same day. <laughs> same movie, basically. Uh, no, but I got this um, uh, this email, and it says, Hey, uh, good morning, fine sirs. Would you be kind enough to send a shout out to my mother, uh, Therese Wyatt, who just had major surgery on her colon. No pun for the shard out. Her surgery went way better than we expected, and we are thrilled. From Robert and Emily Farrell uh, from Santa Clarita, California, Los Angeles. Side note, we listen every day on the podcast. You folks keep me sane whilst I work on Frozen and princess character art at Disney. Oh. So if you ever see any princess or Frozen art on pro- on product anywhere Disney is sold... There is some Preston and Steve love in each character. Love you guys. If you guys are ever in L.A. and would like a tour of the studio, please don't hesitate to contact That's me. That's awesome. That's really great. So it says it's from Robert Farrell, Senior Digital Character Artist for Disney Parks Experiences and Products. They do amazing work. That's fantastic. Wow. That's so, so cool. Did he send you a photo of, the, of his desk? No. Okay, I, I went back and forth with him a little bit. It's uh, it's a shrine to Disney. It's it's an amazing desk where he works, and it's just all of these things that he uh, he's worked on over the years, different characters. But uh, it's an ongoing thing. I mean, sometimes I, I think anyway of Disney as this static finished product, but it's ever evolving. Yeah, most definitely. So a shout out if you would please, sir. Thank you, man. That's really awesome. We appreciate you uh, checking in. And a very cool sounding job. He would be a not your average listener. Yeah. There you go. Uh, if he were here, close. But he's in L.A. Um, we're going to do the Bizarre file, so here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it's brought to you by Delaware Valley University. Advance your career with an accredited MBA from Delaware Valley University. Uh, just 10 courses. More information at delval.edu slash MBA 10. So... I saw the video of this. This is crazy, man. On the Warsaw Highway, a traffic conflict ended in a shot with a signal flare cartridge in the throat. Whoa! Dude, it's wild. So, according to the press service of the Ministry of Internal Affairs, uh, the District of Moscow, a traffic conflict preceded the shot. Drivers did not share the road, and one of them, angry, ran out to talk with his opponent face-to-face. The man sitting in the car decided to avoid direct contact and fired the flare and then hurriedly left. The cartridge hit the man in the throat. Jesus. It got stuck in his clothes and sat there and burned for a while until he was uh, until it was put out. The man needed medical help, and he was hospitalized. I don't have many details about how, but Steve, it's shooting this trail of... Oh, my God. Uh, like this uh, jet stream out of his neck. It's wild. I've never seen anything quite like it. And when he eventually walks away, you see blood pouring down his shirt. Uh, a friend of the driver turned to the police. Uh, soon the shooter was detained in the suburbs and seized from, and they seized from him an object similar to, it says, a traumatic weapon. This is how the guy talks now, Preston. <laughs> it's got to be tough on the yeah. throat, I would imagine. So, uh, the owner of the pistol became a suspect in a criminal uh, case under the article of hooliganism. Hooliganism? Yeah, that's what they called it. An American Airlines flight was forced to make an unscheduled stop after a male passenger became unruly, punching seats, yelling at other passengers, and smoking cigarettes. Uh, Originating in Phoenix, Flight 2408 was headed to Minneapolis on Friday when the passenger became disruptive about one hour after takeoff. Uh, Passenger Jim Dickey said the man began yelling and making threats toward the other passengers. He said he punched the seat in front of him. 
and the lady uh, was screaming. Uh, free to get up and punch other passengers <laughs> while smoking. Uh, Dickey said the pilot announced the flight was diverting about 20 minutes after the incident began. Uh, the flight landed in Denver, and the man was removed from the plane by law enforcement. Uh, Dickey said you could tell by the sound of the plane, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, that the plane started descending pretty quickly after the flight attendant started to notice. At one point, the man went into the bathroom where he started smoking, adding that while he was in the bathroom, he yelled, you're all screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the male passengers were prepared to restrain the passenger physically. He said the guy right behind me switched seats to the aisle in case things went awry. American Airlines issued a statement acknowledging that the flight was diverted because of a disrupted passenger. Dickey said the rest of the flight was the quietest one he'd ever been on. <laughs> of course. Everyone's traumatized. A video posted on social media of two grizzly bears attacking each other on a British Columbia highway has gone viral. The rare footage shows the two bears growling at each other, apparently on a highway near Stewart, British Columbia. Uh, they are then seen battling each other on their hind legs as they move across the highway. And they're huge, man. As of Saturday, the Facebook post had uh, 1.3 million shares. Uh, meantime, conservation officers said that there was a record number of calls related to conflicts between humans and bears this spring. There were 3,826 calls relating to black bears and 182 calls for grizzly bears this April and May alone. Those figures are the highest in eight years and compare with the annual season average, which is 2,400 calls for black bears and 82 for grizzlies. Then the bear in a red jacket stepped in between them. Just, just beat it. Beat it. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> then they tied the wrist together. Yeah. And, yeah. What is this I have here? If you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. <laughs> Can you, I mean, the sheer raw no. strength of those. Yeah. You know what I love about it, though, is they, like, they go mouth to mouth and then just, like, yell at each other. Well, I mean, but, you know, we know the claws. Yeah. The yeah. claws. The claws. The claws on those things. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, the State Department of Public Health has fined three nursing homes for various violations, including a New Haven facility that was cited for cocaine use by residents. Mm. Regal Care in New Haven was fined $1,600 after four residents tested positive for cocaine. On April 30th. Uh, I'm in uh, room seven. Can I have my cocaine, please? Uh, on April 30th, a resident tested positive for cocaine after being seen handling a dollar bill with white powder on it. Wow. And handing it to another resident. A physician's order dated May 3rd implemented several interventions, including room searches every day for three days, but the resident's room was only searched May 4th and 5th. The resident who was handed the dollar bill with white powder on it, who had opioid dependence, tested positive for cocaine. We wanted to pick the right retirement home for, <laughs> for uh, Daily room searches were ordered for three days, but according to the citation, the residence room was only searched. A couple of them. On May 12th, another resident was found lying on a floor with a large hematoma and was unresponsive for two minutes. At the hospital, the resident tested positive for cocaine and opiates. I was chasing the dragon, bitch! On May 16th, physician's order called for the residence room to be searched daily for three days. Records failed to show the room was searched. Uh, the facility got a call from a methadone clinic on May 18th saying another resident tested positive for cocaine. Uh, the resident said the cocaine was obtained from another resident who had gotten it from a nurse's aid. Uh, the aid was fired. I tell you, it's that. Sodom and Gomorrah at these uh, places now these with people. the uh, sex and social diseases and all that stuff. They are partying, man. No question. 
Uh, let's see. We'll end with this story. In uh, Illinois, one person is in custody after an SUV crashed into the Sears at Woodfield Mall in uh, Schaumburg and then drove through the shopping center. This is like out of the Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. Yeah. Police said they began receiving 911 calls about the incident. Police said the SUV entered the mall by Sears and Rainforest Cafe and then drove through the common area and came to a final stop in the mall's center court. Witnesses said the SUV crashed into a pillar. Three people were transported with very minor injuries. It's wearing um, menswear. Yes, wearing women's wear. Yes, wearing homewear. Uh, no major injuries were reported, though witnesses reported at one point the SUV almost struck a group of children. Police said no one was injured. Uh, being by struck by the car itself. A 22-year-old man was taken into custody. He was initially detained by mall patrons, including two off-duty police officers. Uh, a guy named Latif uh, Farouki mm-hmm. was sitting in the second-floor food court at the time and said that he saw car parts scattered through the floor's center aisle but wasn't sure if the car was targeting any store in particular. He said, yeah, it was like a pinball going right and left. Wow. I don't know if it was like an anger issue going after Forever 21. <laughs> But that one was the most obvious one that he went through, and then he backed out, uh, and then he moved to the complete opposite side. Uh, the driver was taken into custody in a tea shop in the mall. Uh, they described the driver as a younger man, possibly in his 20s, said he was quiet, did not resist police during his arrest, he answered the officer's questions with yes or no answers, and did not tell officers he was alone. Did I do that? And uh, the man appeared coherent and displayed no remorse or emotion. He did not offer any explanation for what he allegedly did. Top Gear one time uh, did that, uh, you know. they they a mall? Re- yeah, they, they drove to a mall. It's very cool. I've always wanted to, we've all wanted to do that. All right, and that, my friend, is what we have in the Bizarre File for now. Uh, let's give away... Uh, Maggio's is here. Yeah. And uh, I have another $50 gift card giveaway, and I will take caller number 26 at 215-263-WMMR. And uh, they have great food. Oh, man, they served up some wonderful stuff here today. Chicken marsala, penne vodka, uh, meatballs, tossed salad, uh, and they also have all kinds of stuff there. They they hold weddings and mitzvahs and showers. They even do midget and dwarf wrestling. It's just like is, they used to do in the old country. Which is taking place this Saturday at 9.30. Tickets are $20, and on Eventbrite at, uh, <laughs> for $25 bucks or $25 at the door, you can go to uh, majosrestaurant.com for all the details. But we'll take call number 26, give you a $50 gift card. Going to come back in a second. We'll test your knowledge of today's program and more. Stay with us. Studio Day is a chance for high school students to explore Newman University's programs in digital media, broadcasting, and production. You can use Newman's radio and TV studios and meet media professionals like Marissa Magnata and Andre Gardner. Studio Day is Saturday, October 19th from 10 till noon on Newman's campus in Delaware County. Discover how cutting-edge technology and industry connections can launch your career. Come to Studio Day on October 19th. To reserve your place, visit neumann.edu slash studio day. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Press Monkey from Beastie Boys. On MMR, everything that rocks. Good morning to you. 18 minutes after 10 with the Preston and Steve Show. Been a full day today, and I've failed to remind you all morning long, and I apologize for that, that we have a trip to give away. Whoa! Uh, for the Word of the Week prize, and it is to L.A., Hollywood specifically, and it's through the premiere of El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. 
So I saw the extended trailer. I had seen a different teaser this morning. Just the I one with the car and the... Uh, yeah, just sitting out yeah, and he's listening and the, to the radio. Right, that's it. There's a much more involved trailer. Is there? Yeah. Okay. We just watched a little while ago. It sheds a lot more idea of, of uh, what you can expect. It looks pretty intense. So it's premiering on uh, Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. In October, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you're probably going to have at least... I wouldn't be surprised if you have a couple of celebs show up for this thing. Yeah, October 11th is when it officially opens, but our trip is, uh, well, I don't know when the hell it is. Oh, it's 6th through the 8th. So, yeah, I got to imagine there's going to yeah. definitely be some of the stars of the movie there. So, um, we give that away on Friday, but uh, just stay with us. Uh, hang to the end of the show, and then you get the letter, collect those, and man, it would be cool if you won that. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question, and up for grabs, we have a pair of tickets to see Mark Maron, who's going to be at the Miriam Theater on October 10th. Question this morning is, in Texas, what kind of doctors wear cowboy hats? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. I think we were talking about Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes, we were. Yeah. On the, the reboot. What kind of doctors wear cowboy hats in Texas? Were you listening? Do you know? You should probably have been listening in order to get this right. 215-263-WMMR. That is our number, and we are going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by Hyundai City. Hyundai City is closing out the summer with record-breaking discounts. Uh, City is stacked deep and selling them cheap, so shop the full summer sell-off. At HyundaiCity.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, American Idol alum Cade saying he and his fiance will be having some fellow Idol contestants at their wedding. Cade says he is looking forward to seeing them as they serve the chicken masala and salmon. Hey! Amazon honcho Jeff Bezos getting cornered by Farrah Abraham at an Emmy Awards party where she reportedly pitched him an idea for a show based on her life. Bezos, who scored a number of awards with the Amazon show Fleabag, immediately took to the idea, suggesting the title Jizzbag. And finally, Lenny Dykstra is backing out of plans to box bagel guy Chris Morgan this weekend. That's over. Promoter Damon Feldman says he already has a replacement fight scheduled in which John Belarus takes on Roomba Cat. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood track. Okay. Uh, We'll see if we can uh, find the answer. Uh, in Texas, what kind of doctors wear cowboy hats? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Noah for a shot at this. Good morning, Noah. Oh, wait. Nah, my fault. I did, hang, hang on. Let's try this again. Hey, Noah, are you there? Yes. All right. Very good. Sorry about that. Had uh, the wrong configuration on my board here. Do you know the answer? What kind of uh, doctors wear cowboy hats? Yes, it's a gynecologist. Yeah, gynecologist. Yes! Yes! So hang on, Noah. For you, a pair of tickets to see Mark Maron, who's going to be performing at the Miriam Theater October 10th, and tickets are on sale now. And you can find that you can find them through KimmelCenter.org. Let's do music news now. Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, I only have a couple of quick things for you. Kind of uh, short on music news today. Uh, Rob Zombie has paid tribute to veteran character actor Sid Haig, uh, who passed away over the weekend at the age of 80 following an undisclosed illness. We touched on this briefly yesterday. Uh, Haig was best known in recent years for his starring role as the malevolent killer Captain Spaulding in Zombie's House 
Uh, films House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Reject, Devil's Rejects, and newly released Three from Hell. Yeah. Haig became ill just before Zombie started shooting the latter film, forcing the director to rewrite the movie and reduce the Spalding character to a cameo. Uh, he said it was important to have Haig make even a brief appearance. He said at the time that we were getting ready to shoot, he was and had been in the hospital and was ill. He said he just was not capable of making a movie. We couldn't get him cleared to work through insurance or through Lionsgate. So uh, I got them to let him come in for a morning to shoot some scenes just to be in the movie because I thought it was super important. Well, he um, was essential to the movies. But he said he was already in a bad way then. Zombie penned a tribute to Haig online, writing, I've known for a long time how sick Sid was and what he was battling over the past year as I saw pictures of him still attending conventions. I thought perhaps he had beat it, but last week when he returned to the hospital, I feared the worst. Said Sid and I had a long talk on the day that he told me of his condition, and I knew he knew Three from Hell would most likely be his last appearance on screen. Sadly, it was. I knew it was very important uh, to Sid that Captain Spaulding make one more round, and he did. He said the captain is gone, but he'll never be forgotten. Rest in peace, Sid. Bam posted a uh, picture as well on his Instagram. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yesterday as well. Haig's uh, 60-year acting career included dozens of other films, among them cult classics like Spider Baby, uh, Galaxy of Terror, yeah. Kill Bill Volume 2, Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, which is a really good movie. Uh, Zombies remake of Halloween and many others. So Bone Tomahawk is pretty, uh, it's a Kurt Russell film, but it's it's part Western and part cannibal cult. Like, it's Whoa. it's a, it's a wild movie. Interesting. And then just uh, one other quick musical tidbit. Uh, the Beatles have released a first look trailer and launched a premiere watch page for the brand new music video for the classic Here Comes the Sun, George Harrison's creation huh. uh, from the group's legendary Abbey Road album. On the record's 50th anniversary, which is this Thursday, uh, the music video's global premiere event will be hosted across the official YouTube channels for the Beatles, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. Uh, the video will appear at 9.02 a.m. Pacific and 12.02 p.m. Eastern Time. And fans can tune in an hour ahead for an engaging 60-minute countdown to the music video's worldwide debut. According to the press release, the Here Comes the Sun music video welcomes the viewer into Abbey Road Studios Studio 2, where the Beatles famously recorded most of Abbey Road to experience a unique and moving sunrise above the band's instruments and gear. Working closely with Apple Corps, the video's sun centerpiece was filmed as it was meticulously crafted on set in Abbey Road Studio 2. And the video features photos from the Apple Corps archive and photos and footage shot by Linda McCartney, supplied by Paul McCartney. I, I forgot. Wait, so you, you went over to Abbey Road, right? Uh, did you get to go inside? No. Oh, they weren't allowing... I mean, it's a working studio. Okay. You know, there they, there are people, they, engineers standing out front having a cigarette and then going back in and going to work. You didn't go uh, so. talk to him or anything like that. You can't. I mean, there was there's a there's a there's a gate uh, from the street and then a gap in where the parking lot is and then the stairs that go up to the okay. studio. And I you... probably could have said, "Hey, come over here," you know, yeah. or something like that. But you know, I'm Preston. Yeah, you know. Yeah, from Saint. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Saint yeah. is playing this weekend <laughs> at Brittingham's. There you go. In Lafayette Hill, uh, eight thirty. Come out for a night of. Uh, Middle-aged guys playing rock music. <laughs> Next yeah. best thing to visiting Abbey Road. Damn right. Yeah. Do you do any Beatles songs? 
We do. In okay. fact, we'll be debuting our first Beatles song. There you go. This weekend. Which we, one? Oh, we do, uh, go drive, see it. In, okay. Well, we do Drive Sorry. My Car, uh, which is an awesome and super fun song to play. And the guys sing three-part harmony, and it sounds wonderful. So, Do you want me to come in and guest vocal? Because there's a part of that song that uh, that I'm pretty good at. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. yeah, Steve, you have the You have the, uh, the, the recording the of it. Oh, uh, beat and toot toot. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, that's Casey imitating. I'm sorry, Casey. Drive my car. Yeah, and uh, you could do the beat, beat and toot toot. Beat, beat and toot toot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But well, I I, I would bore you with this, but my my drum part is kind of fun to play on that because Ringo they they overdubbed. some cowbell in that song, and it plays throughout the whole thing. I didn't know that. And also some tambourine, and on my electronic drum kit, I found a way to make it all happen at the same time, but I really, yeah, my yeah. hands have to play all around the drum set to make it happen, and it's, uh... Do we yeah. have it? Play it. Uh, yeah. Is this, uh, Saint? No, no. it's not Saint. Oh, the best time the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Here's your right. Yeah. You hear the tambourine, too? Yeah. Why is it only? I know something's wrong with the stereo on this. There's no vocals in the left. Uh, there's no words on there's it. No I words can't hear it. it. I can't read it. Ah, if it will do it live. Uh, so it, wait, Roland. Anyhow, we will. Uh, Here we go. That was uh, Pat O'Brien. We'll do it live. F- it. So we'll be <laughs> we'll be performing that uh, <laughs> Saturday night, Brittingham. Saint right special appearance. Um, and this is. Uh, do you have other stuff lined up after this? Or you have. Yeah, we got it. We have a gig coming up in October at a place called the Broken Goblet, which looks. That's oh, a place to see a Where really. Where is that, Marissa? It's in Ben Salem. Okay, because oh, Kathy's not going to go there. And it's got yeah, like yeah. A, it's like a, a badass stage. Yeah, no, I know exactly that, where that is. Kathy might not go there. No, no, I'm definitely not going. I'm just saying I know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be more of a show. This yeah. is a, this is going to be fun. We're going to dance. We have a good time. Gig at, at Brittingham's on Saturday. Would you guys ever do the camp out? Uh, uh, no, we, I'm too. No, we I suggested that. There's no way I could you don't do, do anything anyway. You know what? Uh, thank you for pointing out. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't do anything. It's a quiet week. So it's so easy. Such nah. an easy week for you. Well, you yeah. know what? Do it. Do it Friday night of camp. Now, maybe, have it in the evening. Maybe we can come play a song. There yeah. you go. And I will tell you this: we we are going to do a fundraiser leading up oh. to the camp out for hunger in November. Cool. I will tell you guys when that show is coming up. Why not like a special concert at the Victory Beer Hall or something yeah. like that on Friday like, night in the tent no, or Tuesday night? The night uh, the Jim Gardner comes by, he can play accordion. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> no, I don't want to work on top of working. You can play uh, them all. You can play Graceland. Was I being mean when I said well, that? Well, no, you Preston, recoil, but if you that. love what you do, you'll never work a day in, in your, your life. life. You're right. right. So. Except you'll be working around the clock that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, we should take a break. Uh, I want to give away. So here's a real concert for you. Um, Wednesday night, tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Uh, is Alter Bridge, Skillet, and Dirty Honey. Dirty Honey is coming in the day after their show on Thursday to perform live here in the studio. But if you want to see them in the real setting at the Met, one of the most amazing venues around here, uh, then I can give you tickets to that show. And I will take seven callers right now. Uh, it's tomorrow night, 215-263-WMMR. There are some tickets on sale now through Ticketmaster.com, including... Uh, the Party in the Pit tickets, which are only $19.33. So you want to get those through Ticketmaster.com. It seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, so seven callers will set you up. We're going to take a break, come back in a second, get ready to wrap it up. So stay with us. MMR's Money Shark. Money Shark. Money Shark. Money Shark. 
You might be sick of this song, but you're not sick of winning $1,000, are you? And here's your chance to win cash five times a day. Weekdays, tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. We give you 15 minutes to text the keyword to a special contest short code, 45911. You can also enter using the MMR mobile app or via WMMR.com. In which case, we'll put your name in the hat for a $10,000 grand prize. MMR's Money Shark. Details at... All right, enough. Stop. Get the entry methods and contest rules at WMMR.com. Brought to you by Horizon Services. 24-7 heating, cooling, and plumbing. And by 93.3 WMMR. Black Keys and the song is called Go on 93.3 WMMR. Gotta love their sound. 10.39 on... A Tuesday morning with the President and Steve Show. Just, just breaking into the work week. We'll be scooting along very, very briskly. Before you know it, we'll be giving away our Word of the Week prize, of which we're going to get the letter today in a moment. Uh, but we have a couple of other things to do business-wise before we do that. Today is Tuesday. We had you text in through the course of the morning to win a Preston and Steve tattoo. And I'm happy to announce we have a winner. Yeah, yeah. And our winner is... Mark Rothstein from Lansdowne, PA. And we are going to set him up with a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. And don't forget that you can get tattooed by artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. If you want to check out his work, you can go to Instagram at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or PhiladelphiaEddie'sTattoo.com. And they are located, by the way, at 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. So thank you so much for our friends at Eddie's. And congratulations, Mark. You get yourself a Preston Steve tattoo. also want to continue the thanks uh, for uh, Maggio's Restaurant and Bar for being here this morning. They're located at 400 2nd Street Pike, Southampton, PA. They have all kinds of great deals, including... One that uh, uh, Sam, the owner, was telling me about that they have a $30 all-you-can-drink-and-eat uh, at the game. Uh, so on game days, it says really? whistle-to-whistle specials and 14 big screens. $30 all-you-can-drink, uh, Coors Light, and uh, and they have all kinds of food uh, that's served as well. So That's, that's uh, pretty insane. That's an unbelievable bargain yeah. right there. So stop by and see those guys and the food they brought by here is just lovely, fantastic. So thank you to him and uh, Erica who's a uh, server and bartender who came by today. Uh, let me see. Anything else? I guess we should do the letter of the day. You're going to handle that today, Case? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and uh, this morning, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E, as in... E-A-G-E-S, Eagle! <laughs> Thank you, Jose. We are going to give away our Word of the Week prize on Friday, a trip for two to Los Angeles for the premiere of El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, October 6th through the 8th. And the trip includes round-trip airfare, two nights of lodging in Hollywood and daily breakfast for two, plus passage to the premiere and more. The Netflix television event El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie starring Aaron Paul, will launch globally on Friday, October 11th from Sony Pictures Television. Uh, And I think... Anything last second here? Yeah, okay, thank you for bringing that up. All right, uh, let me thank our sponsors. The President's (laughs) Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan. 
Uh, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, winter airport parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Tomorrow is a Wednesday. We will go live on Fox Good Day. We will have a secret text word. And as far as guests go, we have a Not Your Average Listener. Uh, I always love this. We've had a few lately. I love it. And uh, we'll find out what their story is, and we'll find out if you agree or disagree whether or not they should receive a cash reward for their story. So those things and more coming up. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. The one and only Pierre Robert is in next, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Good morning, it's Kathy Romano, and this is your traffic. Uh, sh- up. Probably should have left early. And that's your traffic with Kathy Romano. Next message. Ten years. Ten years. Okay, so it's 20. Chaos, I can't believe you're so old. Happy birthday, Bubba. Glad we can still bond over the bizarre files on your way to school. Keep kicking butt at the U. Love you. MMR rocks. Next message. Why does every parent have to have a conversation with the bus driver? Put your little kids on the bus and get the out of my way. And by the way, that kid better sit down within 0.2 seconds. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.